to the PropNX.com show. Coming to you, baby, TOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, P-O-G-K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do NAFTA this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Here we are live in Las Vegas, not far from the lion's den. If you listen closely, you can hear them munching away on a delicacy. I'm Steve Mathis, your host, and with me, as usual, on a Monday night, my friend, my partner, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? What's up, Steve? How you doing? How's your weekend? Oh, it was great. Fantastic. Thanks. How was yours? Oh, it was phenomenal. Yeah. I got to watch my guys roll around to uh, 16 and 17. Just an awesome performance. Yeah, we're, it, was, it was. I was stoked to be there. We're gonna get to that. Uh, it, it's, uh, it was awesome. Uh, I just love going to the races like that, and preparing and, and hey. getting smoked. It's awesome. But hey, they're filling guys. They're not, doing their best they can. Not uh, even your replacements can stay out of trouble. Yeah, it's like not even the guys that you fill in can uh, can stay out of trouble. Um, so. It, uh, it, it's, it, we'll get to that in a second. Seattle Supercross just happened. Thanks to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Worth Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate. We got tickets to the Endurocross next Friday night to give away. As well, we have two tickets to Salt Lake City, courtesy of Free Gun Underwear, to give away later tonight. Where did he get um, tickets for Salt Lake? I don't know. LeBig, dude. He just gets tickets. That's what he uh. does. Um, hey, and uh, and tonight's show is going to be good. Andrew Short, the winner of Seattle. Travis Preston, Michael Blose, Michael Blose, Chris Blose, and uh, Mike Genova coming on. Uh, we're not having Michael Blose on. We're having his brother Chris on. Uh, taking your calls, dealing with your crap, producing the show, holding everything down. The man who's wearing a new Apple shirt and has scars from a recent mountain bike crash. None other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? That is the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. Yeah, yeah, nice to, way to bring that. Way to bring that back. Uh, Dude, speaking of that next guy, up, next up, Paul's podium. Hey, <laughs> speaking of that guy, I was talking to to your guy Jason this weekend, Weege. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm like, so hey, what's going on? You getting ready for the outdoors? Are you gonna get? Are you gonna do the the pre show and the post show? He goes, oh, I don't think so, man. It's not looking good. Uh, yeah. He's like, you know who's going to be devastated? And I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, he, hey. He, yeah, he'll be devastated. I'm sure he's pumped on Shorty. That's his guy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, believes. yeah, we got a, a jam pack show. Don't forget, you can get this on Stitcher. If you have a smartphone later on, you can get it on Pulp MX Archives tonight. iTunes, it'll be up on iTunes right away. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Uh, we got big news. Ryan Villapoto, James Stewart. Andrew Short, Seattle, Roxon. Where do we start, Moser? Where do we start, Kenny? Uh, um, <laughs> where do we start? Let's let's go. Let's go short, Andrew Short. Um, probably everyone in the pits happy to see Andrew Short win. Everyone, including Roxon, who got second. Hey, I could name one guy that wasn't too stoked on Short winning. Who? Uh, the number nine. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. He was happy for him, but right, he but, he thinks well, that you know that's his arch his arch yeah, rival. You yeah. know. And he's beat him. They've gone right. back and forth. He sees him winning, and he's just, like, frustrated. But. And, well, actually, I talked to Brayton, and Brayton's like, hey, congratulations to Shorty. He's a great guy, but I'm pissed. Yeah. I could have won. Yeah. I you know saw, what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I sent over a, uh, 
a tweet over to Jackie to, hey, congratulations, you know, I'm stoked for you guys, blah, blah, blah. But, hey, it's a long time coming, you know. Andrew's a super good guy. And what a you race. Can't, you can't be bummed for him. You can't yeah. be like, oh. I mean, dude, if there's any of those guys that I wanted to see win out there, it probably would have been him. Like, yeah. I was stoked. Like, yeah. I like Second race back, too. From injury, dude, you know, like. He didn't get lucky. The dude whole shot it yeah. and won. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line. Yeah, pulled away. Good um, for him. And he's going to come on later to talk about oh, it. Oh, he is? Yeah. He's yeah. on the show? Yep. And, How do you uh, get all these, like, the stellar lineup, dude? Like, who are, work. who are you blowing? Well, first of all, Travis Preston, tonight's guest, texted me. And wow. said He's been reading a lot of the trash that I've been putting out, and he would like to come on the air. Oh, this is going to uh, be interesting. Mike Genova was your request. I liked Mike. Because you know why? You said, let's get Mike Genova on the why show. Why did I say I want Mike Genova on the show? You said because you voted for him for team, team of the Year. I voted for yeah. – I did vote for yeah. them. Yeah. But also, I think that they deserve some kudos for everything that they're doing. Yeah. And, and people could say, oh, yeah, it's because you said that he was cheating. And No, I didn't – that's not why. Right. I think before I even, yeah, you know, got a little crossroaded there, I think <laughs> those guys are doing an awesome job. Right. And I think he needs to come on the show, and he just – like, you know, they deserve something. So give him some props. Shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. And, yeah, uh, exactly. and so Mike Genova will be on, and uh, – and Chris Blows, who, uh, you know, his uh, super agent, hit me up quite a bit to come on. So we're oh, is that the guy that flies around on private jets? No, not that guy. On the G6? Yeah. No, that was Brian Seacrest. Not this guy. Oh. Not that guy. Um, so, yeah, definitely we uh, – Wait, so Paul Lindsay called you? Paul Lindsay did not call me. What are you talking about? Chris Blows' agent. Was he Chris Blows' agent? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I was. I don't think Blos and agents do too well because I was talking to Blos about my deal. I go, well, you just want me to talk to your guy about it? He goes, no, I don't do good with agents. Just get a hold of me. Yeah, I mean, really, seriously, I don't know why these guys have agents either. It's uh, guys at that level. Yeah. Dungey needs an agent. Stewart needs an agent. Villapone needs an agent. But um, Chris Blos, I mean, he's going to grind you for a couple, like, two extra grand if you've got an agent, if that. <laughs> no. No. You're, you're I, I, I think an agent is good for every rider. I don't care if you're a guy that doesn't even make the main. If you have an agent, say, okay, you're my agent outside of the industry. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go solicit something outside. Yeah, you know. And if exactly. you can go bring me Sears, I'll, I'll you hook you up. Yeah. If not, I'm not paying you shit. Um, don't don't take. That's what that's what hurts the industry. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we got emails to read, voicemails to play, also coming up. Um, How did we were talking RV, about? Our Villapoto, uh DNF this weekend went down, knee injury. <sighs> Dude, um, no, that was gnarly. Uh, I got conflicting reports all day about about it. Um, I haven't got conflicting shit because I don't pay attention right, to any of yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you're working. But you have a real job. I was sitting in the suite that we had right above there, mm-hmm. and. Me being around and seeing how he twisted his knee, and I, it didn't look too good to me, and people could say what they want. I hope him the best, but my gut feeling is, this is my only my gut feeling, and I don't know anything about it. Call me wrong, call me right, call me whatever you want to call me. Call me an asshole. I know everything. Pretty much when it comes to this. I'm a, I am definitely up on injuries <laughs> for the last couple of years. Right. So saying that, it looks... Just looking at Ryan, the way he twisted his knee, something went on there. If it popped in, popped out, stayed in, stayed out, I don't know. But if I'm Ryan Villapoto, I do one or two things. Contract year. I don't give a shit okay. what it is. Right. I park at the rest of the year yep. in Supercross, rehab it. If it's bad and needs surgery, I go have knee surgery and come back in 13. Because if you don't, you're just going to have mass problems of it popping in, popping out, popping in, popping out. And I think that he is, his uh, resume is definitely good enough to secure a ride. But I personally think... <laughs> That's good. That's good that you think he's able to secure yeah, a ride. I personally think that he will... I don't know. Yeah. I personally think that his knee's jacked, to tell you the truth. Uh, because yeah. the, when you pop your knee in and pop it out, 
it's you're not in that pain that much long. I mean, guys ride and pop their knees in and pop out and keep racing. Yeah. So it's not. Well, I, uh, I I heard today. I mean, he was going for an MRI today, um, and some guys said that they uh, that it was wrecked. Some guys said they didn't know. How, how do how do some guys know? I don't know. I don't know. It's like some guys are on Twitter asking me. I heard JGR got the is getting a Dodge deal. Yeah. I heard from the NASCAR world, but I'm like, <laughs> really? Well, if you heard from the NASCAR world, you know that Dodge and JGR or uh, Toyota and JGR just re resigned. Oh, yeah. yeah. Last year when they started to use TRD motors and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Um, anyways, back to RV. Um, so, yeah, his MRI was today, so I don't know how anybody could have known that soon. But um, from what I hear, um, yeah, definitely. Um, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. I mean, it's that's you know what? That's just a terrible thing to happen. If you if you go back and look at it this year, that means every single guy in the top five got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Anyways, it's not good from what I hear. But not, I haven't heard from Ryan or anybody like that, just from sources. So you have around. talked to people about it? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. so you kind of got in a little. Yeah, yeah a little I don't bit. know yeah, nothing. I, I, it's I mean, not good. But let's, I just let's walked. I just walked in the door, so I don't know. Right. I haven't talked to you about any of that. But um, hey, but whatever. Another thing. Another. So we'll see about that. Let's keep our hopes up for that. If he makes it, he makes it. If he doesn't, then the outdoor season probably yeah. got a little more interesting. Yeah, like like I said, honest. I I don't know about if he's hurt or not. But me just witnessing it and seeing how much pain the dude was in and seeing the way he twisted his knee, your body's not meant to do that. Mm -hmm. And if well. I don't know. We'll see. I, um, I hope not. I'm 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 being optimistic for him. The uh, the other news of the day is James Stewart and uh, and JGR. James Stewart's on the tip of everybody's tongue in the pits. Uh, what's going on with him? What's happening with him? And we'll get to the Moto Concepts thing in a little bit. They put a number plate on the bike this weekend. Some people were pissed at that. Other people were dumb enough to believe it. So <laughs> okay, so, this is sort of, this is so, what sort of two different hey, camps there. This is this is what the bottom line is right now. <laughs> I know where James Stewart's riding next year. I know 100 percent sure. That's not Hart Huntington, or is it? And what I'm going to do is everybody listening to the show live, I'm going to post it on Twitter. And I'm going to send it to Steve right now, the e the email that I have. And Steve can put it up on the Pulp MX Twitter. So that's what we're going to do right now. And everyone will know where he's riding, and it's going to be all over Vital in about a half hour. Like another talk show guy, who, a very strong industry guy, will call it Vitel. Uh, is it has anything to do with that letter that you produced for an April Fool's joke? No. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, so yeah, well, James Stewart, from what I know, he's out at JGR. It's going to be announced real soon, and I think... I know everything. I think he's... I know everything. Going to ride a Suzuki? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens, but uh, the, definitely, I don't think he's going to be riding for the JGR guys anymore. And maybe our guest—I heard our next our our guest coming up here at uh, <laughs> six thirty might be making a comeback, Travis Preston. <laughs> I don't. That's know. That's what that. I hear from uh, somebody who, like, for real. I don't know. We'll ask Travis. We'll you get think to the he's going to say, that. "Yeah, I'm coming back. I'm riding." He ain't no, I don't know. Tell I don't you know what anyway. he's going to say. He's Travis Preston. He could say anything, and we will just laugh. Dude, why would he? I mean, come on, Trav. I mean, I'll I'll call him out. Why? Yeah, yeah, you can why? do that. Yeah. And if you can go in, he'll get photo in my face. I don't know. Um, but uh, definitely with the with the with the knee injury to Ryan Villapoto and Stewart's uh, likely defection from JGR, things got shaked up, shook up quite a bit. Um, what'd you what? Let's talk about. Your team, Kenny, uh, Tyler Bowers filled in this weekend for you guys. and you had Well, Kyle let me Regal get something straight. Tyler Bowers is on our team the rest of the year. He's just not filling in one race. We did a three-race no, three deal with him. Filling in on your team for the rest We 
Yeah, I mean, we just, uh, you know, want, want, we're here to go racing. We're not, you know, we don't, we're not going to go park our truck because our guys are hurt, like some other teams have to do because they don't have the budgeting and sponsors. We have the sponsors. We have the money. So that's what we do. We race. If it's for the box, it's for the box. If it's for fifth, it's for fifth. If it's for 15th, you know, that's what right. we do. Right. So that's what we're doing. We're trying to get better. We're testing this week, and we're trying to get the bikes better, getting the guys comfortable. But, man, it's tough. It's definitely, definitely, definitely a tough deal. I mean, there's thin pickings out there, so we got to do the best we can with what we have. What about the race? How'd it go? Uh, the race didn't really go that well. I mean, not <laughs> not really. I mean, uh, Regal well, had a decent heat race going, and he got a little pumped up, and he settled in and, and, and qualified in. Bowers got pretty lucky with in the heat race with those right. two dudes taking each other out, and he got in. Same with Blows. Um, and then in the main event, uh, Kyle was riding really good. I mean, the first – not. I shouldn't say he was riding really good. It was a f first lap, and uh, he had a little deal with Metcalf. So Metcalf landed on him and uh, kind of landed on his hand and bent the handlebars and snapped off the clutch lever, and then Regal was trying to ride with no. That was no, dangerous. Yeah, Regal was trying to ride with no clutch and did the best he could until he uh, got caught in a rut off the face of a little double and flung him onto the concrete. And uh, that was pretty much it. So we oh, uh, we, we had a great weekend. I think we finished 16-17. Uh, yeah, and the only three guys we beat were the guys that uh, pulled off the Grant, first lap. Grant, Grant Metcalf, the photo and Metcalf. Yeah. So yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if everyone's in job. there, anyway, everybody's in there. We finished nineteenth and twentieth. Stellar. <laughs> Man, you guys are having. Bowers a tough was good year. though. Bowers was twelfth. Uh, he came from dead last. He got a bad start. Uh huh. And he got he was in twelfth. And if he doesn't fall, that's as far as how, he's going. How's he liking uh, the bike and the team? Yeah, he. That? You know what? I heard a lot of war stories about you know the Bowers and all that, but he's a super good guy. Um, super easy to work with, you know, he's, you know, he wasn't, he was happy with the way he rode, but he just needs a little bit more time on the bike to get comfortable to, with mm -hmm. all the suspension and, you know, the whole yeah. deal. And, you know, did you have to, did you test with him? Did you get a chance? To uh, test we tested uh, two days with him on oh, okay. suspension so you got and we're going to test some more stuff, but it's a lot different. We're at the none, of, none of your guys' stuff would work for him. Like you couldn't, no, I don't know no, anybody no. on your team is not he, close. he, he got on Hill's bike and it was totally opposite. Mm -hmm. Totally opposite. So he was just like, wow. So he the first day was kind of a wash. Second uh -huh. day was better. Third day was better. But we tested the Cali track on the hard pack, and we get there, and it's just deep ruts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's – it's, This uh, was the best Seattle track we've seen in a while, though. Yeah. So we'll be good. We'll be good. I mean, we'll be better, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I can't get much say, worse. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It is good. I mean, we can't go out and do what we need to do. So, you know, right. we're just working hard in the pits and, you know, there for the fans and the spectators and, and make it happen. Great Did, job by uh, – did you get that? Did you get that? What? Did I send that to you? Oh, uh, I don't know. Let me check. What what email did you use? Um, I didn't email. I texted. It. Oh, it should it should be coming right now. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ryan Sipes. Awesome. Uh, everybody talked about Wilson and Tomac and everybody all I was the so hype and, and, for and Ryan. Ryan Sipes gets the whole shot and takes off. He deserved that. Yeah. He, I mean, everyone, he's had a tough year. I mean. He's had a tough year. Coming back from him and him, him and Shorty are both the same in the same yeah. boat. Yeah. Coming off an injury and going out and winning. That's awesome. It was the all nice guy. Um, yeah, all nice guy. No, no. Yeah. Hey, you know it's crazy. Everyone said those bikes can't win. Yamaha carbureted bikes. Cosworth backed. Um. Who said they couldn't win? Did you? They no. haven't. They haven't switched them in. Well, I, I, yeah, I definitely said that. Yeah, that, um, you know what? Uh, that's another team that's had their ups and downs. You know, good for them. Uh, you know, Sipes is riding 450 outdoors. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. That's a sleeper. That's a sleeper pick right there. Yeah. Well, last time he rode for Mike Genova's Moto Concepts team a couple years ago, uh, I think it was eighth or seventh in the series at the end of the year. Really? He's a sleeper. 
No? Yeah, I've always liked Sipes. I think that kid has a lot of talent, and he's a hard worker. He's not an excuse guy. And the outdoors are not for guys with excuses. Because yeah. <laughs> you gotta you got to grab your balls and go. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I don't know if I can put this out there, what you sent me, because getting to the what we talked about in the pits with Moto Concepts, putting the, putting number seven on their bike, that kind of pissed off the JGR guys. So wouldn't this say, the same thing happen here? Yeah, I don't know. We should wait then. What do you think of the J Moto Concepts guys doing that? I thought it was kind of a little bit. And we'll, we'll ask I, Mike I think, about it. I think it was a little bit below the belt what they did. But hey, you know what? It's this. You you have a team and you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Uh, I I don't think uh, there's any rules and regulations on what you can and can't do. But I just think that's kind of disrespectful a little yeah. bit. I mean, it's it's that's like them doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Putting that on and putting that under there. Putting the eight hundred on there. Yeah, or it's like it's like uh, you know, he wouldn't dig it if uh, some private. You know what I thought was funny? Sorry to interrupt you. You know what I thought was funny was that Moto Concepts goes ahead and does that, but meanwhile, <coughs> during the off season, Mike Alessi had agreed to a contract with Moto Concepts, done deal, and was still out in North Carolina testing for JGR. Yeah. So like JGR could have went, could have. Sent some photos of Michael Lessie testing, hit the Yamaha and been like, "Ha ha, check us out." Yeah, right. Yeah, you I mean, know, what? I don't I'm think just, that I'm just saying that people could say tit for tat, Kenny. You know what? JGR, JGR is a class act organization. You know, I think they got a class they, act, and they bring in a lot of money. I think they have. A, oh yeah, they do. Kill yep. it. I think they have a class act team owner and class act mechanics and truck driver and everybody else. Um, but yeah, the manager needs a little work, but Hey, everybody else is solid on that program. Wow. The manager needs a little work. Hey, ask Larry Brooks. He'll tell you the same thing. Larry Brooks changes programs. Hey, he won. He Brooks did one. Everybody calls everybody. I'm not disrespecting shit on Brooks. He won not, again. All he does is win. I'm not disrespecting Larry Brooks at all. That okay. guy is super gnarly. What he does. Right. He's, he does what he has to do. I mean, but I, I, by by no means, I think Brooks, you know, ha had that much to do with him yeah. winning. I mean, yeah, he did right. pick the guy, and he did help him. But, I mean, if he did support him, he would have had a full-backed mechanic out there, his guy, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And, you know, no disrespect. Hey, history was made this weekend, bottom line. A first-time winner yeah. in the 450 class yeah. and a first-time black mechanic. This sport is well-rounded with culture. You got an African American rider. You got an African. You got an African American mechanic. That's one races before you, super mechanic. Oh, Big. Oh, oh, I, I fail to see where that matters, but it's history, bro. Well, okay, if you count, yeah, you keep. Why? Track. Why, why yeah. wouldn't you give the guy his glory? Worse, worse, he's he's why won a race. Give him his glory just by and any. I mean, what would you say if he was like you know he dude, the guy's good. He could have been. He's breaking ground success. for other people behind him that want to do it, and they're saying, "Oh, there's no one ever going to hire me." Look at John at Dunlop, for instance. That guy's been in the trenches forever, yeah. and I I think that guy's good enough to go get a job. But I think a lot of people don't hire him because of his color. That's, oh, that's okay. oh no, bullshit, Steve. Okay. Bullshit. All right. There's a lot of racist suckers in this industry. <laughs> I think there's a lot of racist people everywhere. Yep, especially but, in our industry. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I Where's do. Where's my orange bracelet? I know everything. Where's my orange bracelet, bro? It's around my nuts. Oh, still wearing nice. my. Still wearing still my. Still got your Mardi Gras beads. Still yeah. got my beads, tits. That was awesome. I partied. They look good on you. I partied hard. Um, 
So let's get back to Stewart. Do you think he's going yellow? I mean, do you, do you know? I, I don't do you, know. If you had to guess. I mean, that's what everybody's saying, right? Uh, I talked to Mike Webb about it, but, you know, he just gave me the kind of political I, dude, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing right now. I, I You know what, dude? I know as much as If anyone. he races outdoors on a Suzuki, which is what – Outdoors on a Suzuki listen, this is, that's what I believe is going to happen. How does he do with short time on the bike? I think he's top three. He could win races. But you I mean, think, you think he can win? Yeah. For sure, Stewart can win See, with, outside. With, Reed and RV or I guess. Dude, with the whole RV's field out except for Dungey? Yeah, we don't know about RV, but. I'm saying if yeah. RV is out. Okay, so this is, goes on if RV is out. If RV is out. James can win. James can win. If I'm James Stewart, that's just me talking. I got nothing. Win but, I've always been on James Stewart's side. I think he's a good rider. A good rider. I think, I think he's a great rider. Yeah. I think he, I think he needs some little bit better management on his side maybe. Yeah. But I, you know, I ain't taking nothing away from the guy. If I'm James Stewart, and even though I, if I don't like my bike or I don't like my guys, I come back and I ride the last two races on that bike and go win some on races. On the Yamaha. On the Yamaha. Yep. Give it back to JGR. Give it back to the people that supported him. And wow. go out there and do your deal. Okay. And go out and at least try to win. I mean, you got to beat one guy. He could go at three-quarter speed and pretty much get second behind Dungey if Dungey's not on it. If Dungey's not on it. Hey, this weekend, Dungey was not moving forward, really, before he went no, down. No, dude. Like, I think Stewie could ride 75% and still ride and win. That's how good the guy is. Right. You think, though, on a Suzuki with little time, he can win an outdoor moto without RV if, if we're going on your RV, and RV's out. Reed, all those dudes with, without Trey. Well, he would be Wyndham, up against everybody out. He'd be up against Ryan Dungey. Andrew Short, uh, Brayton Metcalf, Brayton Metcalf, Millsaps. Do you really got to ask think- that? You really got to ask that question, bro. <laughs> Do you really have to ask? When I, when I said it back to myself, <laughs> you, you, you're like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, hey, let's. We're gonna have Travis Preston on here in a little bit. Oh, we are. Yep. Let's talk about Tomac and Wilson. Dean Wilson not happy after the race uh, for Tomac's moves. Um, I saw nothing wrong with that. I thought that that was fine. That's that's racing. I thought I think Dean could have possibly checked up, you know, when he realized Tomac had him, and chose not to. Let me ask you a question: if, if Dean did what Tomac did, do you think uh, Tomac would would be pissed just like Dean is? Yes. Yeah, because these guys are you they're know, kids. They're kids, and they're racing, and yeah, good ride for Tomac though. I thought Tomac. I thought Tomac rode awesome. I think I thought that race was awesome. I think what happened to uh, the thing is, I looked at that tape a few times. Dean could have checked up. He didn't have to. You know what I mean? He knew he where he was at, and Dean could have cut under. Yeah. He ha- he could have let off. Well, he had to know the, the red. The guy's coming in. Yeah. Yeah. He had. He could have let off. Right, right. I mean, dude, you're the points leader. That guy beats you. You're tied. Yeah, you could get you're right behind him. Well, you're one, you're one point, point down. One yeah, point but still, I mean, he got lucky. He's four points down. It, it could have been way worse. It yeah. could have been way yeah. worse. And now I he's mean, got a shoulder problem or something. Uh, he'll be fine. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I personally think think it's racing, and I don't think it's the right kind of racing. I think you know rubbing is racing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's I, I hope it doesn't get too dirty and it turns out to a takeout fest for those. Right. I think the AMA is probably going to step in here really quick. They and, stepped in after the race, yeah. Yeah, oh. and said, "Okay, no more. You both you, he should they should put them both on probation and say if, if Wilson doesn't do what he was doing to Tomac before Tomac passed him, does Tomac do that?" No. Like Tomac said in the interviews, oh, I, if you no, wanted to play no like way. that, I was no gonna, way. Yeah. No way. Hey, okay. What did the AMA say to him? What does this say on your shirt? Apple. 
designed by Apple. Designed by Apple in California. W- what was the what shirt? Is, you yeah, the shirt. Oh, okay. Good what, job what, designing that. Yeah, it's a pl- it's a plain gray shirt. What, what Good did job, the Apple. AMA say to? Uh, they just said, you know, watch it. We're watching you. Yeah, so if it happens again, they're going to say, oh. We're, we're double watching you. Oh, <laughs> We're wait. really watching you now. You know what we're going to do? We're going to put you on probation. <laughs> and you're on super double secret probation. Dude, oh, yeah. I, no, I can I tell you how the AMA could solve it real quick. Yeah. The next person. I don't think there's anything too solved, by the way. But Yeah, yeah I'm right. just saying, yeah. if, if you guys ride dirty and start taking each other out intentionally, the first person that does it is getting docked 10 points. End of story. Yeah, they won't except, do nothing. Except that's never happened. But they should. They, they should. should do that. Yeah. They should do think, a lot of things. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. Like these guys. Like yeah. They Wilson don't care. Be like Tomac care about five hundred dollars. Do you think? Do you think if they told Wilson we're going to sign you fifty or tell Tomac hey we're going to find you fifty grand if you take him out? He's going to yeah. take him out and <laughs> spend the fifty grand watch to win this, the championship. Watch this. Um, hey, let's talk about before we get Wilson on. Uh, Craig. Wait, we got Wilson on. Preston. I said Preston. Yeah. You, you said I Wilson. Know. I know. What an idiot. <laughs> Papa Mech Show, Kyle Partridge, eBay contest winner, Craig from England, I shows the, up. I dropped the ball, right? You did not drop I the ball. I dropped the ball. Steve's all. Did I Dude, say he did was going to drop the ball on the air? Did you blow it? Did I talk about last week that he was going to drop it on the air? Oh, yeah. You, uh, you, I know I gave him I, a speech off the air. I don't recall. But I don't remember if I said it on you the air. You said I was going to blow it. Yes. This guy's coming. I said, Steve. I said, I, don't I, blow it. I said, we got this guy covered. Okay, okay blah, so, blah. How was he? He shows up. He's from England. So, you, you know, he, you, you, uh, he, he had a – it wasn't like – Europe a, doesn't like Kenny Watson. It wasn't like – like, I, I had a different the take on it. The first thing I thought was this dude's like 25 years old or something. Where's he got four grand from? Dude, I, I didn't have four grand when I was Dude, 25. he told me he's been to the – Did you? Nope. Well, I think he works – he's an he works like he's an air conditioning guy in England. Okay. But I think his, maybe his parents own the company. I don't know, man. I didn't have no four grand when I was twenty-five years old. Dude, he's no been way. here. Bef- around for some he's been here contest. before, though. He went to. He's been to Anaheim one. He's mm. been to other Supercrosses. He's been to oh, outdoors. Oh, really? So he's yeah. loaded. Yeah, he's the a loaded he's a, English. Trust fund, baby. Yeah, you gotta watch those indie English. They're shifty. Um, <laughs> how was he? How was it? I saw he. Uh, I came and met him. I took him around for a little bit. And the JGR guys, he's got a bike, a Yamaha at home, done up with JGR graphics. And Jay Bone, who you know is t- terrible team manager and a terrible human being. Is going to hook him up with uh, some missing parts that he has. So good, good job. That's on. good job, Jaybone. But um, good how job. was he? How was Craig? Uh, I wasn't there on. I wasn't there on on setup day. But they said he was okay. He did. You know, the thing that like everyone's doing their stuff, and he's just standing around. And I'm like, hey, uh, what are you doing? Like, th- there's something to be done. There's something you could do. And he goes. You know, I've been watching you, and I think I want to take on the managerial role for a little while because I see you doing nothing, and I really like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. So we were doing our little giveaway thing under our tent, so I said I need you to go to one end of the deal, and I'll go to the other end, and we'll throw some stuff out. And he goes, well, I want to go watch practice. And I'm like, hey, no, you're not (laughs) going to go watch practice. He goes, I want to go watch the lights. I said, no, you can go watch when the guys go film, our guys. Uh, We don't care. So he, I think he was kind of, you know, pissed about you, that. You really but. ran it that way. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. It wasn't like a come hang out and yeah. go watch the. No, you're gonna yeah. come here. You're gonna do your you job. Presented is you're gonna come and you're gonna be yeah. an employee. Well, you're he's gonna, gonna, gonna come on the us. show uh, next next Monday. Dude, the guy's costing us money to do this for him, dude. I mean, yeah, dude, I had to give him shirt and pants and the whole kit. Yeah. So. Uh, hey, Steve wants to talk. Steve, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You want to talk about Tomac Wilson? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not hating on Wilson, but I kind of think he got what he deserves. I mean, he took two attempts at Tomac. Uh, Tomac, I think, played it small, laid up a little bit, got back on the track safely. Um, 
But, uh, I mean, I think Wilson could have totally, you know, just let off the throttle for a second and then would have been a better, uh, smaller race for him. Well, uh, Dean's a good guy, good friend of mine. I uh, like Dean. Uh, I agree with all everything you said. Yeah. Yeah, That's I mean, nice. I, I don't think it uh, comes down to, I mean, it was Supercross and Motocross and seemed yeah. like the smarter guy won. I mean, I don't, I, I like both of them, actually. I'm not hating right. on one or the other. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think Tomac did a great job. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know what? Um, Dino got him twice and pulled a little bit gap, and Tomac caught him. So um, good job for yeah. Eli for bucking down and, and tearing it up. So, yeah, man, good call. Yeah. Thanks. All right, great show, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with everything that guy said. And having said that, um, you know, like I said, Dino's a good dude. Um, so Craig from England is going to work out. He's hanging out all week as part of the deal. The money uh, has gone to Kyle Partridge for his recovery from uh, a tough injury. And he's going to hang out all week with Brian. They're at, they're at Western Power Sports, home of Fly Racing, uh, this week, or for a couple of days anyways, and then they're going to Salt Lake City. Correct? Is that what's going on? Who's doing press day in Salt Lake City? Do you know? Are you? Are you guys? No. Hell no. I don't know. I'm just saying. We haven't done one all year. You haven't? No. We don't do press days. We don't do dealer signings unless it's our own deal. We don't do shit. We, you should, we don't you even get asked. Do you, guys, you, you should do dealer signings. We do do dealer signings. We should do all of them every week. Yeah. We yeah, should. Screw we, the fans? No, not screw the fans. Um, you know, there's there's some stuff going on behind the scenes, but no, okay. we're not. All right. Uh, Tits, you want to get our first guest on the line? Can you do that? Hey, can you tell Mosier to hang on? 2001, 125 West Coast champion, Travis Preston. You know what I did notice? You ever watch the, the races when they have the Amsoil commercials on? He's not on the Amsoil commercials no more. He's not? No, they still got Mike, LaRocco. They have Albert Urbrom. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Dude, that um, guy's terrible, by the way. Did you hear him hacking everything this weekend? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's terrible. Oh, he makes. Oh, he's incredible. Um, Charlie, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? What's going on? Thanks for listening. Hey, uh, this, this is Steve. Yeah, you're on the air, bro. All right. Hey, I got a question for you. What was up with your Racer X article, man? With, with Ken, about Kenny Watson's team with uh, top six to uh, to watch uh, Supercross and no. see how many more Hart and Huntington riders got taken out. Dude, come on. Was he talking come shit? On. I never. I don't read his bullshit. Was he talking shit? No, I wasn't. I was. Uh, I was remarking on your team. Number three on the list to see how many more riders Hart and Huntington could uh, could take. You I, know, could I, get injured. I said uh, six reasons to keep watching Supercross this year. And I said, you know, the Hart and Huntington team has had an incredible string of injuries where even their fill-ins have been hurt. And who knows? Wait, who, who's our fill-in got hurt? Mike Corbin. Come on, well, I'm dude. just saying. You mean rough for your team? Are you trying to start some shit, Charlie? Cause, uh, no, 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 because I love your show, man. I love, I love the fact that you, uh, you know, you tell it how it is. But I just, you know, I have a friend that works, you know, for Watson. And, uh, you know, I think what Watson has done with, with all of his resources and all of his riders that have been hurt, you know, I, I think he's done a great job with helping out, uh, you know, Corbin, you know, who yeah. who was basically living out of a trailer, you know, giving Bowers a shot, uh, giving, uh, you know, some of the other guys a shot. And, uh, you know, I, a lot of people give him a lot of crap. And, uh, you know, I think that's great what he's doing, uh, how he brought, you know, a guy out to the races. Kind of show yeah, like what racing is all about. I agree. All excellent points. And, he and, he and doesn't I, agree, I, but it's all right, buddy. I, I, I appreciate the support. Dude, don't worry about this guy. It's power of the pencil, dude. That's the way. <laughs> it's all. It's all good. Dude. I know everything. 
Yeah, you know, no. Uh, no, Steve does. I, when, he, when, I, Steve's, I, um, when Steve's up in the press box, he'll he'll critique everybody and everything during the race. He'll tell you how the rules should be read or wrote, I mean, and tell I, you what's good more, What's I, good about Supercross. Steve's way is the best way. I wish everybody would listen to me because I'm super smart. So Yeah, you were a little drunk in New Orleans, though, buddy. Yeah, you know, no, uh, I, I was. I was Jeff, wasted. Jeff Leslie wasn't on the track. I was partying, dude. I didn't have an orange bracelet, but it doesn't matter because I'm a party machine. And that's what I do. No one bracelet, huh? No. Hey, man, we got to go. Our next guest is on the line. But uh, I will let Kenny. I'll send Kenny that article, and he can yell at me next week. I'm not even going to read it, dude. I don't even care. Yeah, but I appreciate, you, I appreciate you having our back, dude. Thanks, thanks for supporting thanks, the show. You guys are awesome. I, I can't wait to see what you guys have in store for next year. And, Steve, I love your show. Thanks, no bro. disrespect on that. I just. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not Steve's show. It's our show. No, he said my show. Yep. Uh, both, both of you guys. It's our show, including Titsis, because Tits is part of it. That's right. Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are all great over there. He's incredible. He wears a great shirt. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. You guys have a good night. Thanks. See you. Uh, next guest on the line, uh, former Moto Triple X rider, former 125 West Coast Supercross champ, uh, former factory Honda rider. Former Chaparral rider. Why is he former champion? Once you're a champion, you're always a champion. You are? Yeah, because if you see like Mike Tyson, you're going to call him champ. You're not going to say, hey, what's up, former champ? All right. He's Travis Preston. Thanks. Fucking Thanks, Preston. Kenny. I know, I dude. I'm that. sorry, dude. This Thanks, guy's... Travis Preston. Champion. 2001 champ. Exactly. What's up? I appreciate it. How are you? Uh, Thanks. Things are going good. I'm, I'm out here in North Carolina doing some riding. So. ATP. Yeah. I, I was telling Mathis, I don't know if you heard, if you're listening, we did a, I was watching the, the race on TV and they showed the Amsoil commercial and dude, they pulled you off there. Why? How come you're not on there no more? That's bullshit. Amsoil, like you, were you like the first guy to win a am, title for Amsoil? Yeah, I was kind of disappointed, Kenny. I thought the same thing to myself. Okay. As long as we're on the same page as well, usual. Why do they do that? Why do fans forget so much? Not right. fans. <laughs> so, I don't know if they pulled them off. They still use Mike Larocco. Yeah, you know that's that's something about you know I've I've always wondered that I was talking to a friend that went to uh, at Atlanta Supercross and they said they saw Jeremy McGrath just walking around like he was just some normal guy because <laughs> he is that's the funny thing <laughs> <You're> <laughs> yeah all... but I mean he's at a motorcycle race and you know he won all those races and so they should have they should have had like chicks draping it, like carrying him around, feeding him grapes and shit. Hey, I am me, the king. Let me ask you this: Do they st do they still do uh, free credentials for past champions? Maybe you don't even no, know. I don't think so. No, no. I I called DMA and actually asked them about that, and uh -huh. they said that you know those failed people or whoever handle you know the Supercross races now, those are the people that. Uh, <laughs> that's bullshit. You know, do that, and then, and then you know, I called you know Prater or somebody like that. And what he say? What he say? Oh, it's the AMA. That's the way things work. Oh no, it's the AMA. No, it's Feld. No, they they don't even know who's it. The, well, I'm no. telling you right now, I'm Trav. I'm calling Spice on this whole bullshit, and I'm th I'm putting it all blame on the AMA because anything to do with a writer is AMA. And it's a uh, past champion of the past AMA, champion of the like AMA. It's, it's not a past Feld. When's the last time you've seen someone win a failed Supercross world title, yeah. Supercross championship? Yeah. It's it's AMA FIM. Hey uh, Travis, you're uh, you're racing again. You look like you're gonna get ready for Royal Lens. Yes, yes, I I can't wait. You know, impressed. Uh, you know, I, your your guy Timmy's going, and then I hear Ricky's going, and uh, yeah, 
I, I, I'm actually looking really forward to it because, you know, I watched Ricky's little video he made and it sounds like he's going on vacation and <laughs> I'm actually going there to win. Wow. Wow. Well, Boy, times have yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah. Boy, times yeah. have changed. The Ten role, years ago, the Preston, roles have changed. Preston is going on vacation. <laughs> Preston's like, ah, let's go to the river. And Ricky's just pounding laps in the middle of the summer. God, never, never would have thought. Um, uh, well, I just let you just to let you know that uh, a certain rider that I know from Florida, uh, '97 Supercross champion and forever a champion, um, he is uh, getting uh, a bike from Cowie all done up. So he's taking this thing serious. He's not going on vacation well, like Garcia. I don't know. You know, I, I I saw you know a photo of his bike and it looked like he had kids in the neighborhood riding it around. Um, I'm I'm kind of nervous because I mean I know JJR is gonna get my bike looking good. No, I know well, Ricky's gonna have a good bike. Don't worry I'm just about the concerned. Yeah, don't worry about the one five. I agree with you that uh, his bike did look like neighborhood kids' bike. Is he gonna borrow? Uh, but that Wilson, was just is he gonna the, borrow Wilson's number? Is it the regional or the area that's first? Whatever one's for, I don't know what's first. Um, area. The area one. The area qualifier doesn't require a special weapon, like the regional does. So. Don't worry. For the regional, I think he'll be set up. But can you? And then I heard okay. McGrath. I heard McGrath's going to try to race. I don't know if that's true or not. But can you imagine Kenny, Carmichael, Ferry, Preston, and McGrath on the line? And and Renard is probably going to be. I there can again. imagine McGrath, Preston, and Carmichael, and Renard. You why can't you imagine Ferry? He's never been in their league. Oh really? Yeah. Never been in their league. <laughs> no. Ah. Okay. I mean, Oh, he's no. got the same amount of titles as Travis, which is one more than our Ricky. Renard, I mean, Renard. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's just different, though, man. You know, Listen. I'm a fan of Red Dogs, but I just don't Travis, know. Travis, so, so um, anyway, so you've been motoring down quite a bit. Racing? Doing motocross uh, school? Yeah, I, I, I did my area qualifier. I've, I've been doing uh, some testing. Steve, for quit buttering JGR. him up. Ask him yeah. the question that you wanted, you've been dying to ask him. I'll right? get to that. I can see it. I can see I'll get it. to that. Okay. I'll get to that. Do you uh, <laughs> You know what he's going to ask you, TP, huh? I know what he's going to ask me. Yes, what, what, I know. what is it then, geniuses? What am I going to ask you, Preston? I'm guessing you're going to ask me something about Bubba. No. Kind no. of. No. Oh. No. No, I, I, you don't know anything okay. about what's going on with Bubba. You don't know anything about Bubba. Oh, yes, no, he I, does. I, 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 talk I to don't, him. so don't ask me about it. Trav, just tell him what we talked about before we went on the air. <laughs> just tell him the whole thing. You got to let it out of the bag. Everything that you It'll told me. It'll feel better if you let it out, Preston. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll tell you the last time I talked to Travis Preston was the last time he was on the show. Um, that is true. We're not cool like we used to be. I don't have to fire his mechanics and putting cranks hey, in backwards. Kenny, yes, Kenny, sir. No, no, check, check this out. I was at Anaheim this year, and I walked by your semi, you know, all four of your semi. Uh-huh. And I walked in there, and I asked, is Kenny Watson around? And they didn't even know who you were. Whoa! Well, you probably went to the third semi because I don't even go that far. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you think of Watson's effort this year? A lot of splash, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of splash, but maybe um, you know, a little rough year results wise. No, I mean, you know, I, I, I thought Ivan looked really good until he got hurt. Uh huh. I thought Kyle was looking good too till till he got hurt. I just think it's a lot of bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Do you think it has anything to do with Watson, though? Can we tie that in at all to, so we can ra- ra- no, rag on him? Oh. No, I don't think it's Watson. I just think it's, you know. It's that shit would never happen to Larry is. Brooks. Never. Or J-Bone. No, J-Bone. Yeah, no. J-Bone just picks riders, you know, doesn't pick that good of riders. Um, 
let's talk about let's talk about how Preston effed himself by turning down the H and H ride in O. Seven. That's, that, that's what really took our that's 07? What, oh seven. No, we weren't racing in 07. It was like oh nine or oh eight. Was it? That was our first. Oh, sorry, year. I'm one year off. I I don't blame oh, him. Oh god. I mean, at the time, I wasn't like trying to beg him to ride for us, but dude, we weren't we weren't up to par where we needed to be for a guy like Travis. Uh, well, There's he was no, on MDK KTM that was breaking swing arms and sprockets. So. That's that's fine. That's still probably better than the, the stuff that we were running. Well, if 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 I was still racing, you know, I, I would definitely love to to ride for his team. It, it, it looks like you guys have stepped it up. Speaking of that, what's it going to take to get you out of retirement to come race? If I if I if I do an outdoor deal, would you come out and ride for me? Uh, yes, but we would have to start tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have so any? I need do you, a bike. I need to start right now. Would you come back and race if you had the opportunity? You think outdoors? Y- yes, I would love to. I heard, I heard from someone close to the situation. Oh, next to the guy from. Uh, wait, no what? way. How would you? How do you know anyone that knows the situation on MTV oh, Jersey God, Shores? Give me a break, Watson. I heard from someone <laughs> close to the scene, Preston, that there's a chance you may ride outdoors for JGR this year. Dude, that'd be you sick. Know, can you can you refute that? Would that? Be sick. Can you refute that? Dude, let me let me say one thing right here before Travis says something. Write it here, like Mathos would say, stamp it. I will attend at least three outdoor nationals of TP races. Whoa, three I more than go. you've done. Oh. I will go. It'll be like the old days. I might even wash his helmet, like back in the day. Yeah. Or I'll go find some chick to I'll wash his wash helmet. helmet yeah. <laughs> Just some random chick yeah. out of the crowd. Okay, let, let's let's, um, let's clear this up. Well, I mean, you know, of course, you know, I I don't know the inner workings of what's going on, but you know. Um, I, I would race, and, and I think it would be good for the team, and I think I could, uh, I think I could do something. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. What number he, would he's you being, run, Trav? He's being, he's being, he's he, well, he past champion, one one one. No, I think I've narrowed it down to you know four one one or seven nineteen. It's like nine one seven reverse. <laughs> oh, they, they have the backgrounds already. They just have to like re- cut them up and reverse them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, that'd be sick, Trav. That'd be see, so you fun. See what he, I, I'm, I'm on to something. You could be. I'm telling you, I'm on to something. Dude, I know. I know everything. I know another guy in your camp would be pumped. Oh, Yulikowski would be like free. <laughs> Yulo might even like beat down Ben or Patrick to turn the wrenches again. Uh, dude, well, I guess it would be Patrick. Dude, he will be in the mechanics area right next to him telling him yeah. exactly what to say on the pit board. I know this, this is, guy. This is oh, how you motivate him. Dude, he'd be so hot and heavy over it. This is how you motivate him. I know the inner workings of Hey, Travis where are you Preston's at right head. now, TP? Are you down in uh... – Well, hold on a second. Hold on, Kenny. What were you talking about before this, Before we got Preston on? I say he should run number 719. No, no. I said he may do – I've heard he may do outdoors, and you said you were going to tell him what. What do you mean? I don't remember. You said, I'm going to tell him to not do it. I'm going to try to convince him to not do it. That never works out. That's what you said. Why are you putting words into my mouth, Steve? Tits? Tits? <laughs> Tits? Did he not say that? Let me ask you a question. Tits, have you did ever, he not say that? Have you ever hired, have you ever hired, have you ever hired tra- Travis Preston? Yes. You have? Sort You've, of. Okay. Have yeah. you ever rode for your team? No. Have you ever no, managed him? No. You've no. ever gone the distance for him? Yeah, I've gone the distance for him for sure. But then not. shut your cake hole, bro. Did he not say that, Tits? I honestly don't, don't know. I, I remember something. Oh like my that. god! See, no, Travis. No, no, I'm being dude, I just had a guy. I just had a dude call on the show asking me like why that. Steve's out to get me. <laughs> why is he writing crap about the team? <sighs> He's just full of shit. Don't, Trav. Yes. 
Dude, I call a spade a spade all day long. I hope you, know you come back. I hope you do it, and I hope you come back, and I hope you wear X-Brand goggles. I, I, I know. <laughs> no, dude, I got to deal with you at Utopia, dude. They're coming back. They'll even pay, <laughs> oh, you, they'll even pay you your back money of like 25 grand. <laughs> the back salary. Um, hey, so Travis, let's, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, how's the motocross schools going? How's that? It's 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 going good. It's um you know I've I've spent some time back here now. So and then I, I've actually done it in California. So so I've been able to see you know how it works on the East Coast and how, how it works on the West Coast. What's the differences? What kind of stuff do you find? Um, I found I kind of like it a little bit better on the West Coast because you have just so many more people to ride with. You have so many more tracks. Mm-hmm. Um tracks are a lot rougher um i'm working with a kid out here jacob hayes he's about to you know transfer into you know his first year racing pro and you know he's not on some good equipment i think if he was in california riding right now and some people seen him ride i think he'd have a little bit better shot at getting some better equipment hmm okay hey i i know a dude i know a company out there in north carolina that you that could probably give him a pretty good decent setup if you need the number, I can hook you up. Yeah. Are you in? Is he out of? Is he? Is he in North Carolina? Yes, he is. Okay, there's this company out there that's doing mods now, and they're really good, dude. You might have heard of them. It's a little company called JGR. Okay. They do like suspension and motors. So I'm sure if you brought mm-hmm. your guys' bike down there, I'm pretty, I'm like 100% positive those guys will put a good setup in there. Hey. Well, I'll, uh, I'll see if I can't get that going. All right, bud. What about the Dean Wilson, Eli Tomac thing? Did you watch it? Did you see it? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? I would say Sean didn't even watch the race. No, actually, no, I did. I watched the race, and I loved it. I thought it was some good old-fashioned racing. Was it kind of, I uh, it. I'm trying to think, like, who, who, who used to bang bars with all the time? I, I remember some uh, of, I well, remember, was it Brandis? No, Sorby, probably Matt Walker. Um, I've had a couple good battles with Michael Byrne. Yeah. So, um, did, was there anything out of line in that, uh, in that, um, in that, in that exchange between those two guys? What are, what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I thought it was all good, clean race, and I just thought I heard a story that the AMA said something to to them about like it was dirty racing. Or I, I guess they said, "Yeah, don't be doing that anymore. We'll be watching you guys." And uh, see, I th- I think that's crazy. Right? Yeah, that wasn't anything really. I, yeah. No, I mean, I thought it was good, good race, and I, I think, you know, that there needs to be more of that. Um, yeah, I mean, this coming from a guy that was put into the finish line stanchion. So, I mean, you know, yeah, you've I mean, been I, there. I, I, I've been taken out numerous times. You know? <laughs> yeah, of course. And, you, of course, who can forget the epic Travis Press and Eric Sorby battles from not too yeah. long ago? Um, no. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's talk about uh, the Yamaha a little bit. What are your thoughts on that bike? Um, I think I've talked to you about this before, maybe a podcast, but um, very controversial. Nah, I wouldn't say very controversial, but somewhat controversial bike. Some like it, some hate it. Talk about that bike and, and, and the mods that JGR are doing on it to uh, to help you out and uh, and all that. I'd like to hear your opinion on it. Well, um, I think it's, it's all on how you set the bike up. Um, I know, you know, maybe – how Davy is setting the bike up, I really like it. It mm-hmm. seems to to work for me. I think the, the direction that Davy is going, it would be the same direction that I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've tried not everything that James has tried, but you know I've tried some of it, and 
and I know how James has set his bikes up in the past, and I don't really think that that's the right direction to go with the bike. Um, he sets it up stiff front end, soft rear. Is that sort of what, what you yes, think? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, it it seems like if he lands everything perfectly, he's he's money. But if he clips something, there's just no recovering. Yeah, and you know the the you know the Yamaha likes you know you need to set the Yamaha up to where it's you know sticks in the front, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and the rear has to be really stiff. Right. I uh. I like what the JGR guys are doing, like with the motor mount things, and, and you know they've tried some different forks and clamps, and they're really pushing the edge to try the tank shroud thing and all that. They're really pushing the edge to try to make James uh, happy on that bike. Unfortunately, it hasn't worked, but super cool that JGR is, is thinking outside the box and trying all this stuff that a lot of teams couldn't do. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely nice to see. Um, you know, they definitely have a – a lot of resources for mm-hmm. making different kinds of parts. Did you try that tank shroud thing? No, no, I, I have not tried that. Okay, I saw Millsaps did not have it on this week. I figured for sure with JS out, they'd slap that thing on, but maybe Davey doesn't like it. He's a bigger guy, so maybe maybe it doesn't suit him. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of just gotten used to how that bike's shaped up front, so right. it doesn't seem to bother me at all. Right, right. Are you going to be riding with the uh, BBMX guys, Byrne and Jason Thomas? They're down there testing, I guess. Are you going to have any part of that? Yes, yes. They might see me out there. Wow, Kenny. Byrne, Thomas, Preston. If I close my eyes, is it 02 or is it 2012? 2012. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, TP, how old are you now? I'm 34. Oh, dude, you still got fuel in the tank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Watson. You're good, dude. You're good. Are you killing me, Watson? You're no, killing me. You're killing me trying to throw me under the bus to my friend. You're hey, good. Travis, let's talk about Kenny's new glasses. Kenny has new glasses. Kenny has glasses now because, you know, he had a little bit of an eye problem. He looks all sophisticated. He, he looks super smart. He does. Yeah. It's a good look. It's like I looked at Kenny and wow. I'm like, is this Kenny or Bill Gates? <laughs> Um, four-eyed frenzy coy made fun of me he's like dude go put red frames on there and i couldn't figure out why he kept saying that what? until i walked away uh-huh Cee-lo. oh yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah he's got glasses now tp so if you're racing nationals this summer i'll be wearing sunglasses to, and he comes up to three of them like he says you'll see him I, I i promise you i will be there if tp if t especially the first round if you're if you're in i'm there first round yeah I'm staying where I'm staying where Trav's staying. We're gonna go do the same thing that we used to that got him to where he is at right now. Oh, here we go. Here it starts. I knew it was good. It took a little uh, longer. Took a little while longer yeah. than I thought, but it's on now. Triple X, ninety nine. Was it ninety nine? No, ninety eight. Ninety nine, guy. Ninety nine. Don't forget. Shit. I thought Preston or Lawrence was ninety nine. So was, we had two man oh, team oh, two, guy. Sorry, guy. We had Phil Factory. We had Factory Phil and him riding out of the box truck for Supercross. But then the Outdoor Nationals, it was any, TP Lone Ranger. Any any minute now, um, Jordan Burns will be calling in to correct us on that and how he doesn't get any respect. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about that? He doesn't get any respect. Uh, did, you, did you see the interview yeah. he did on ESPN? He yeah. just did one. He doesn't get any respect. Yeah. Very upset about Hart's backflip bike still. Can we get that fixed, Watson? <laughs> Dude, Hart, that was the bike, but Hart did not run the graphics afterwards. He pulled him off because he thought that he thought he got short. Something happened. I yeah, don't yeah, know, some yeah. Bullshit. But Jordan's not does not want that. Wants that fixed ASAP. Um, does that surprise you, knowing Jordan, Trav? 
No, no, it does not surprise me at all. Yeah, he's a cl- he's classic. So Loretta Lynn's this summer. Are you uh, are you claiming big things? You claiming beating Tim Ferry? Do you think you can do that? Um, I'm not really. You know, I, I I just think as long as you're involved with the bike and what I saw in that photo, it's just like I don't doubt Timmy's skill at all. It's just I'm questioning. You know, you getting the bike ready and the bike making it three motos. See, there's, there's a lot. There's a big difference. What what's going on here, T. Trav? Um, since what? Timmy raced when Steve worked on his bike, you're probably talking about an extra hundred pounds on the gut. He ain't gonna be able to bend over. He ain't gonna. He's not gonna be able to work like he used to do. That's the bottom line, dude. I, dude, he's working on it. And he's getting better, but still, dude, he's not gonna be. He he ain't gonna be ready. He's he needs about another three to four months before he's ready to work on yeah. the bike. But, I think Timmy needs to, to bench Steve and kind of start looking for somebody else. Yeah, so no, I mean, I know Sean is in tip-top shape, ready to go. <laughs> How would you feel if that was the case? If they hired, if, if uh, Red Dog hired Yuli to work on his bikes? Mm, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool, huh? I think Steve, <laughs> Steve, 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 Steve doesn't think it'll affect him though. Do you think? What? He 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 stepped away for a second. I he stepped just away to, to handle the phone call. I'm sorry. Do you yeah. think, Steve, that if you did go back and work with Timmy, I'm not saying that you're not the I'm, same. I am. I'm going back. Okay, let no, me I'm say. No, I'm going back. Okay, perfect. No, well, this, is, yeah. this is what you did not hear when okay. you were away. I'm and going it was back. No disrespect. I'm going to work for him. Okay. The only difference between now and there. And when we beat Preston, I'm going to walk by Preston's pit and go suck it, Preston. Okay. What's the difference between <laughs> you and last time you worked for Timmy? About 100 pounds. A hundred pounds. A hundred pounds on your gut. No, at least. What'd you, no. What'd you weigh then? I don't know, but there's not a hundred pounds. I, I, I would. Did you see that photo of me working on Reed's bike? I put it on Twitter. No. I did see that. that I saw that. Yeah, Preston saw. What'd it. you? What did you do? Change the filters on? No, I. I me and Chad worked extensively. It's, well, no, no. Here, here's the thing. You have a good point, Kenny. The bike was totally together, and I don't even know if he had a wrench in his hand. He's just standing next to the motorcycle. <laughs> I saw a camera, so I, ju- <laughs> I, 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 I jumped in there. No, I'm uh, just giving Steve Hart. He he could probably pull it, but I'm going to tell you, it's he's going to be a little uh, little sore at the end of the day and a little tired. That's okay. It's all right. The good thing about it is this. When we beat Carmichael, <laughs> Preston, Bernard, McGrath, it will be a glorious day. But I don't think Preston's going to be there because I think <coughs> – so what happens, Trav, if you, you do go, if, if you so go outdoors, turn you out? it's over with, right? Yeah, if you race outdoors, you can't ride Loretta's. Yeah, I probably will not make Loretta's. Right, so that's what I'm saying. He's going to race outdoors. I'm, I'm stamping that. But for, there's for other JGR. guys There's other guys that you need to throw into the mix too, man. What do you mean, like for, for, for Loretta's? Yeah. Oh. I mean, there's always. If Preston races Hangtown, Kenny, give me his moto scores right now. If Preston races Hangtown, uh, give me his moto scores. With Phil Poto in or without? <laughs> or both? <laughs> So without Villapoto, it's one one. Is that what no, you're trying to No, I say he'll be he'll be uh, first moto. He might go four six for a fifth. Wow, wow! You hear Dude, that? Dude, you think he's gonna go back to get tenth? He ain't gonna go back and race just to go race. He's been off a long time. I don't care, dude. He's Travis Preston, dude. Okay, noted outdoor warrior. You're right. You're, you're right. Dude, he was when he rode that. Moto Triple X Suzuki, he was getting I'm calling, it done. I'm calling a tip over in one moto, 14-8. Dude, you are smoking crack. Okay, all right. Dude, so. so you're telling me there's five guys out there that are super good, okay? Like, without Villapoto, there's Dungey, Metcalf. Stewart. St- no, he ain't racing. Okay. Dungey, Metcalf. 
Brayton. Short, Brayton. Short. Okay, there's five dudes. Millsaps? So, you, Millsaps, too. I mean, one of the, out of one of those six guys, they're going to have a bad race. It happens. They're, none of those guys are going to be one, two, three, four, five, six. If TP gets a good start, like he doesn't usually, but <laughs> if he gets a <laughs> decent start. The, hey, that's why I want to do it, Watson, because I'm going to change everything. I'm going to actually practice. Dude, starts. I'm a believer, dude. I will show up with a TP shirt. I will show up in colors. I will show up. Nothing hard done. Now he's got a TP shirt on. <laughs> I will go Travis Preston glory. I will paint 11 I'll tell you on right now, chest. out of all the years I've been doing this, Travis Preston was probably, that was probably one of the funnest years I ever had working with anyone. He was serious, hey, but he, he knew how to have fun with it. And you know what? That, that's what's funny, Watson. Is like, I thought, you know, I remember you at the first couple nationals. But I had then to go, in the middle of the year. I had warped to her. still there? I had, <laughs> no, I used to fly in. I had warped to her, remember? I'd fly in and fly back. I'd I go had, back and forth. I had warped to her. So, okay, so I got 14.8. For what overall? I don't know, probably. 11? Uh, no, 14 8. We'll so get you're telling you me that he's not going to be able to beat, like, Nick Izzy outside, or he's not going to be able to beat, like, Weston Pike outside? 14 8, bro. 14 8. Tra- yeah. Preston, it's 14 8. I mean, is that a total insult to you? What would Timmy get? What would Timmy get? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I pretty much always get top 10. So I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes to That's squeeze what into the top 10 for the first race. Okay. Well, I got you tipping over in a corner. Probably that one at the top of the hill, the left hander. You just. <laughs> Dude, so now, now whatever you do, just remember that every time you're going up to that. Um, after the after the jump up, the double up. So the jump up. Hey, uh, Travis, we got to run. Um, where are we where are we running to? We got our next guest coming we on. We don't run. No, we walk. We got to walk. <laughs> um, thanks for coming on, though. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's always, a pleasure. Always a good time with Travis. Preston. Trav, keep us updated, buddy. Good luck with everything. Good if- luck with Hangtown Prep fourteen eight. Hey, I will, Kenny. Good job, and I'm proud of you. Thank you, buddy. I'll see you at Hangtown, dude. I'll stamp it. All right. All right, bye. <laughs> see you. Bye. Uh, Travis Preston, everybody. JGR Yamaha's Travis Preston. Uh, should we take this? We should deal with this caller right now? Moser. I had a question for Travis Preston. Um, I bet you did. Yeah, I bet you did. We um, well, I guess we didn't get to it. Yeah. You saw, you saw Benny, the donkey, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's over. He's over the donkey. The donkey's in North Carolina. Hey, check this out, Kenny. I know that you're a big follower. You? I know you're a big follower of the show, and yep. you're, you know, super fan. And congratulations you, on Short's win, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. I was super happy for for Short, and I knew that you'd be pumped. But too bad you were nodding out the whole race. <laughs> should I, should I go, but, should I go but, in the bathroom for this first, Kenny? No, no, you're fine. But, right. you know, I know you really want to talk to Short tonight, and I know that this is going to be really super awesome. But you need to be penalized for your behavior this weekend. First of all, you know what you did in my truck, which was absolutely – it's like me walking – Set the stage. Tell, tell people what he did in your okay. truck. Okay. A lot of no, people – No, we don't need to say it. Yeah. I, I, no, I no, we do. We that. do. If you're going to – hey, what what's the saying? If you don't like it in the kitchen, go to the bathroom. Nope. Oh. That's, oh. What's, the, nope. what's the other one? What's the saying? I go my own way. If you sleep in your bed. Oh, you got to you gotta lay in it. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to lay in it. Okay. Give it, give it to me, Kenny. I'm ready. So I'm in a meeting with a very, very high executive at Dodge. First time they've ever been to a race, and it's a woman. And Mosier, about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, walks in my truck when I'm in a meeting. In, in the lounge. Just walks in my truck like he owns the place, like he did all day long with all of his friends. Walks in my truck, in my semi-truck, into the lounge where I'm having a meeting and goes, hey, uh, there's some guy out here that said he'll suck you or blow you for, for an autograph. 
And I just looked at him, and the lady looks at me and goes, wow. This is a woman that I'm trying to do about a, a, a big business deal with for the upcoming season. And I just look at Mosier in just utter belief that he would say that. <laughs> and I walk out, and I go, dude, you just screwed up big time. Oh, dude, no, just sign this. So I go to this guy. I sign his shirt. He's all pumped. Um, but I really think that you need to, when you go to the races, if you're going to represent and say that you work for Pulp MX, or I don't even know why what gave you the power to come sit under my truck and bring five or six people with you to sit under my truck and walk in and out of my truck and say that you work for Pulp MX or whatever. That's cool. Whatever. It's over and done with. I don't hate you. I'm not mad at you. But the bottom line is we're going to – I know everything. This is what the deal is. No Mosier calling tonight. Talk to Short. That's your penalty. Have a good night. See you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bye. All right, everybody. Corey Moser accepting his punishment like punishment like a man. Yeah, gets oh, very care. upset. I really don't care. Well, he can't do that. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a member of the dream team, and <laughs> maybe the dream <laughs> team should he, police does, does themselves. He need pu- we need to punish him. If you uh, remember correctly, there was no policing him this last weekend, and he went by the Cowie truck and demanded. This is what I heard from the Cowie guys. Okay. Went to buy a Cowie truck, demanded to talk to RV, and demanded a tour of the truck because he worked for Pulp MX. I heard something like that, yes, yeah. Yes, and they were not amused. <laughs> so, Moser, uh, we like you, but we're gonna, we have to pay the ultimate price. And the ultimate price is not being able to talk to Andrew Short tonight. Maybe ease up on the alcoholic consumption on the race weekends. Just a tad. Just, just a, a little, tad. Just Instead a of a 24-pack, drink uh-huh. 15. Yeah. <laughs> You know, drink, I think, drink I think 12. he was hitting harder stuff than that. But Whatever could, the case is. Hey, can you imagine if, if he wasn't passed out, but he was just super hammered, and after short wins, he runs back over to the Honda truck and in a blackout does something really stupid? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I, I mean, I know he's Andrew's fan, you know, biggest fan and all this, you know, whatever he wants to call it. But, dude, there has to be a line drawn. I mean, I think Steve said it perfect. You don't see LeBron James, his friends – sitting on the sidelines doing that shit. And that's what we're trying to get this sport. And I'm not mad at Mosier. I want him to go to the races. I want to support him. I want him to have a good time. But there has to my, – my own personal friends would What if Hart that. was in the lounge with you oh, when dude. that had happened? Oh, dude. It would have been bad. Right. Hart would have freaking snapped on him like no other. How, how did he get into the truck area? Uh, like Security is light. Security okay. was super <laughs> yeah. light. But my guys asked me if he was okay. He was okay. It was just him and – you know, one of his buddies. But then it was like, that was the spot. Hey, come meet me at the H&H truck. And, and that was the spot to hang out. And it was not cool. But, hey, enough said. We're done. Mosier, no hard feelings. Yeah. We'll move forward. Um, let's learn from this. Go to the races. Have a good time. Have a couple Let's drinks. learn from this. But the thing is, let's learn from this. And when you go to the races, I'm not saying don't have a good time. I'm just saying know your limits. Know what you need to do. And don't dis- – you're walking around telling people from other teams that you work for Pulp MX and all that stuff. This is something that we do, and it's it's not fair to us. It's not fair to the teams. It's not fair to everyone involved. So hey, no harm, no foul. We're gonna move forward, and you we're, know what? We're gonna, we're gonna if I don't on. get this deal, I'm gonna come to you, and we're gonna have to raise some money. And, well, it's gonna be Moser Heating Racing. Hey, we'll, yeah, we'll get it done, Mosh. Um, with that, we're gonna have Andrew Short on next. Let's go for our first commercial break of the night here on the uh, Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Kenny, I want to tell you about this BTO Sports JGR FMF Union that has come together. Uh, all of our team, all of our show sponsors, and all great guys—they they're going to release a t- uh, factory four 
4.1 titanium exhaust system. And the deal with this thing is it's only for a YZ450F or a Suzuki RMZ450, and it's built specifically for those bikes, tuned for those race teams. It's the exact same pipe those guys run. And BTOsports.com is going to be carrying these FMF factory type 4.1s. Carbon fiber, canister tip. Uh, they come with custom labeling. They come up with a little different shape than their over-the-counter one. And the power gains developed are, are amazing. So, uh, like I said, only two models of these things, BTOsports.com, JGRMX, FMF Exhaust. Super cool. I'm excited about it. And like I said, they're a little tricker, a little more uh, lighter, a little more powerful than the ones that they have over the counter. So, excited about that. Let's go to commercial. We're going to come back with the Seattle Supercross winner. Feels good just saying that. Andrew Short, thanks for listening. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. And you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Hey, race fans, thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We here at BTOsports.com want you to remember that BTO Sports is the world leader in aftermarket parts, gear, clothing, and accessories for all things moto. And BTO offers free shipping on all orders within the continental U.S. that are $85 or greater. And free shipping on international shipments over $7.99. BTO Sports stands behind the sport to the fullest by supporting riders from amateurs all the way up to the BTO Sports Suzuki professional race team. BTO supports the moto lifestyle because the moto community supports BTO. With great customer service, all the products you want and need, there's no reason to be going anywhere else but BTOsports.com for the best service, pricing, and after-purchase care in the industry. Remember, you can save on your order by typing into the code MATHES, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-S, before you check out for great savings. So take your Pulp MX coupon code and head over to BTOsports.com now for all your motocross shopping needs. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx on checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, 
More wins. More fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight, and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off-function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. 
Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designed and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. One of the most underrated Van Halen songs. Yeah. You know why it's underrated? Why? Because it sucks. You suck. Yeah. Sammy Hagar, coming at you. Thanks for listening. A um, uh, couple people, a couple of high-dollar uh, industry folks want to want to maybe come on the show tonight. We've got to squeeze them in somewhere. Like who? David Villeman and Larry Brooks. Try to squeeze him in at some point on our show. I would say Larry Brooks definitely has something to say to Kenny Watson. Oh so, boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! What I do, Larry? <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, right Why now, would you give me a heads up on that? He's gonna blast me. Oh no! It's not. It's nothing like that. No, it's nothing. It's nothing like blasting you. No. Okay. I, I mean, I, I dude, I, I like Larry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I don't want don't, him not to calm, be my friend. No, calm I mean, down. I got a sweet. If it, was, if it was that, I got a sweet. Jersey, a sweatshirt. I traded his dirt bike jersey for it. <laughs> hey, let's go to our next guest. Um, Seattle Supercross winner. All around uh, good guy. Happy to see him win. Andrew Short. Shorty, what's up? Not much, man. Life's been a blur since, uh, <laughs> you know, I took off for the main event. It's all just kind of blending together right now. Yeah, dude, you won. Congratulations. Uh, uh, we're, I think we're everybody's happy for you. We're happy for you here on the show. Uh, um, <laughs> it's It's been a long time coming for you. And And to top it off, it wasn't like you're in second and the leader goes off the track on the last lap or who know like you got the whole shot and pulled away with a good battle with Kenny and you won the race straight up fastest guy on the track. Awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, the stars did a line. I mean, it was pretty cool. Not going to lie. And, uh, I've been on you know, in races where, you know, things didn't go my way and I felt yeah. like I was, uh, 
you know, I, like I could win, right. um, especially like in a lights class. But like, dude, it was so unexpected. I haven't even been close to the podium, and then to win was uh, yeah. pretty unreal. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it was good to see, and uh, and then also too, I thought about how cool it was that uh, you and Ken Roxon, who are buddies, genuinely good friends. Um, he was battling with you on a 350, um, which a great race for him to get second, and and it was just a good good race, and you guys are having fun out there. <laughs> hey, do you ever think, Shorty, when you're battling with Kenny, we're like, dude, where's he get, where's he getting this speed from on that thing, dude? I rode that thing last year. What, dude? You know what? I, you know what I did notice, dude? Is any like after the finish line, when he did come up with you and he made that pass, that's where the 450 just showed the power, dude. You just pulled him right back. Then that was awesome, dude. I was, dude, I was pumped because I knew that you guys were boys. And yeah. then that was that was awesome. Did Jackie get the tweet I sent her? I sent her a tweet like right on. I'm happy. Yeah. No, I know she did. Your phone. Uh, I saw it, but that your, was your uh, phone's been blowing up, huh, Shorty? <laughs> dude, unreal. But yeah, it, awesome. I've never experienced anything like that. But yep. dude, I, I love Kenny. Um, you know, Roxon. We're buddies. Um, I know he's fast. I mean, when I was on a 350, he'd smoke me on a 250 sometimes. You know, at the test track, so I knew he had speed and. Um, he was talking so much trash to me all day. Like we were hanging out. <laughs> uh-huh. We haven't seen each other in a little bit, you know. So it was super fun to hang out with him in the pits and just talk crap. And you know, it's kind of like old days. And he kept telling me, "Oh, the 350 is gonna smoke you, shorty." Just all kinds of stuff. And I laugh about it a little bit, you know. Yeah. And it's funny, but oh, he has the bit. skills to do it. So That's awesome. yeah, I did want him to pass me in the main. I would have never heard the end of it. Oh, I bet, huh? I bet. Um. And then, uh, too, he was tripling off that staircase. That thing was pretty gnarly. Yeah, he has, dude, he has some balls. I mean, or some skills, too, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. He's, uh, like, the new school rider. He he always tells me I'm doing elevators because I jump straight and he scrubs everything. <laughs> so, the kid's unreal. Um, but for me, just to uh, race with him is a lot of fun just because we're buddies and everything else. It's not like, right. you know, race with other people, you, you don't really, I don't know, there's, not as much. Uh, there's more emotions in it because you just want to beat him. But with Kenny, it's different. And mm-hmm. I've ridden with him so much, I know exactly how he's going to race. So that was kind of an advantage for me because oh, really? I studied huh? him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I studied him so much because I've tried to help him in the past right. with his racing style, and I've watched him a lot lately, um, especially last weekend. You know, in New Orleans and on the lights bikes, I kind of knew what to expect and where he was going to be strong and mm-hmm. some of his weaknesses. So I knew I couldn't give up that track position when he was about to pass me. Right. If he would have got by me, I would have never got back by him. Yeah. It was a tough track to pass on. No doubt about it. Uh, but he did get by you yeah. a couple of times and some nice moves. But like, as we said, you held it to the end. How was that last lap? Uh, pretty nerve wracking. Yeah. No, the whole race was, you know, it's, all, I don't know. It's just when you're in the lead, it's hard to stay focused on uh, what's in front of you and race forward and, mm-hmm. and you know, you're counting the laps, kind of, you look at the board and, and all that. So right. it was unfamiliar territory for me, but uh, I think that's the great thing about it is it gives you a little bit of confidence once you have achieved something like that. And mm-hmm. it, uh, it'll be fun to go race this weekend for sure. Yeah. Like. yeah, I can't wait till the Vital MX thread starts. Shorty's a loser. He can't win again. <laughs> that's like when i was hurt you know like right. oh honda I should get my bike to some amateur kid because i'm so horrible or i don't know it's just, that's racing you're only as good right. as your last race and right. it's a it can be a curse and it can be a blessing right now it's a blessing so i'm just uh yeah. taking it for what it is this is probably going to be the fastest week in between races you've ever had like you're not even going to be able to enjoy it or you know it's going to be like i gotta get on the airplane in the morning yeah. yeah no dude tell me i'm enjoying it let's put it that way like <laughs> From the time I came off the track till now, I haven't stopped smiling. And 
It's just so cool, man. Like, are you back home? Know. Are you back in Texas? Uh, in Cali. Oh, you're in California? No, yeah, Cali. Out, starting outdoor testing. And then you told me so. your mechanic, who's your practice bike guy, and uh, – and one of your good friends, he gave you the wrong laps to go at one point. You're like, "Hey, guy, I can see, the, <laughs> I can see the board." Yeah, I would see like three laps to go, and I, I come around the finish, and I'm going down the start straight. I look up on the beast, and it says uh, 16. Like I had four more to go. Like he wasn't even just a little bit off. He was like right. two laps off. Yeah, he's probably super so. excited though, dude. Yeah, not everybody gets yeah. to win a supercross. So. Hey, you know what? You know what? I opened. We opened the show with talking about your win. Did you hear it when I said history was made twice yeah. in the 450 main? And Steve got all bummed on me, like, dude, that is relevant. That has nothing to do with it. I said, Andrew won, and Andrew's mechanic will go down the history book as the first black mechanic to be a mechanic on a winning bike, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I think. And yeah. no bullshit, no race, because I think there's, like, there's good black guys that have been mechanics, and, and they've never got that opportunity. Like, John at Dunlop, he's super good. And I think that's awesome that, that you know, just seeing him, his emotion and just seeing it, you know, I was pumped for both of you guys. Like, he didn't know what to do. He just kept going, yeah. woo, woo. Dude, yeah, that guy's awesome. It, you know, the culture that he grew up in, he, he has a lot of emotions. And even, like, we go play, like, a bingo or something, you know, in Texas. It's so funny. He's, like, one, like, number away, and he's just so – he has that same look as what he did when he was holding the pit board. And he's just <laughs> a fun dude to be around. It's never a dull moment. How and, sure uh, so, this is cool. Talking to Andrew Short, he says for a good time when he goes hangs out as a mechanic, they go play bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Most other guys go, yeah, we go uh, to the bar. That's like family time. So. Um, we uh, we had to put somebody though. We had to we had to. Unfortunately, not everybody's happy right now. Um, uh, you're a super fan, Moser. Um, he's on a little timeout from the show right now. Oh, uh, what happened? Well, Kenny was, over from the weekend. Kenny was having a meeting with someone from Dodge, a very high up person from Dodge. A woman at that. A woman at that. And uh, our friend Moser, who probably had had a bit few too, a few too many, just probably. Yeah. And uh, he he busted into the lounge and used some crude and foul language in front of this lady, uh, joking around, of course. And we we had to put him on timeout. We we had to say uh -huh. that that's that's not acceptable for for you to do that. Well, Moser. I'm glad <laughs> he could have been like I, I like this like what happens if he didn't have a few too many then and he was just super hammered and you win and he comes back into your pit just freaking out. I did, you know, like just cussing and doing what he – you never know what Moe's going to do. But, hey, I told Moe's I'll get water under the bridge. He can call and talk to you. I gave him your cell phone number anyway so he can just call you. <laughs> he has it now, actually, which is a little scarier. Right. I, I, yeah, but uh, he, he's funny. He's a little out of hand, but um, a good dude. Yeah, no, I'm happy to see him see you get your first win. I, I know how crazy that sounds, but, uh, you know, um, yeah, definitely. Um, I thought you were gonna go from the podium, Moser. We did it, <laughs> Moser. We did it, Moser. I'm surprised he didn't like storm the podium, like just right. throw himself down from the stands. Hey, and also too, I, I, as I, as I, uh, I, may, I may have tweeted it or I may have thought it or something. When's the last time a guy uh, at the end of the winning a Supercross loaded the bike back into a van, which is what you guys did? Uh, you're, <laughs> you're in between sponsorships right now. It looks like something's gonna get worked out soon. But uh, you guys drove up uh, in a Sprinter, not you, but uh, your team drove up uh, your bike in a Sprinter van. And uh, luckily, Honda let you pit underneath it. But really, in effect, you were kind of out of a van. Yeah, that's how the last few weeks have been. And uh, the good thing is it's all in the up and up now. And uh, Larry and Jeremy put something together, it looks like. And I think they're hoping to announce that soon. And it's uh, It's been tough for everybody involved, but that's what makes the win that much more sweet. It's like... No one's given up. We've all been working super hard, mm -hmm. and um, 
even like for Brandon, I know you're like, dude, it's just, you know, like first time working he won, but man, that guy's been at home with me in Texas. There's right. not very many people, you know, who spend a lot of time at the track. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Working day in, day out. Him and Sagey both and really mm-hmm. helped me while I was hurt and um, I think so it's awesome. Cool, I think know? it's awesome for like a, a practice bike guy to get that victory like that because those are the those are the guys behind the scenes that don't even know. Those that's the guy that really works on the bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Day in and day out. Yeah. But I felt bad for Valcor too. You know, it's like we we mentioned the the struggles with the team and there's some stuff like you know I don't know exactly what what's going on, but it's hard financially for to get everybody to the races and. Brandon was there and was able to pitch in and help. And mm-hmm. it sucks that the one time I do good, the guy that normally is there didn't uh, yeah. get to enjoy it as well. So uh, I mean, he, it he, goes both ways. It was way cool that Brandon got to do it. Who right. paid? Who you paid? Know, for, who paid? A lot of time with him, so. Who paid for him to go? Did you have to pay for him to go? Yeah, no, I paid. It was like 150 bucks more for him. Just to, he was going to come to California with me to test, you know, and, and to help. And it was 150 more bucks, you know, to like. Right. Get him to go there first. I'm like, dude, you might as well come. And then he ended up pitching in and helping, and yeah. so it all kind of turned out that way. So hey, do you, it was cool. Do you have Honda bonuses, or is it a separate deal, or is are you kind of on on your deal with Honda, and you get the same kind of bonuses? So, um, did it like did it, what I'm getting at is a, uh, you know, did it pay off well for you to win? Um, no, all my contracts are through L and MC, so okay. um, I I don't have like a Honda contract. I've been really lucky that they've helped me out with the support with the bike and yep. and this weekend, you know, with the truck and infrastructure. So. Yep. Um, we're part of the team, but I don't have any contracts with uh, Honda. Yeah, I thought maybe the bonuses, though. You know what I mean? Like, I thought maybe. But anyways, yeah. No. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, 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 who would have thought, like, when you're doing your bonuses? Like, I'm no disrespect to you, though, but at the beginning of the season, how stacked the field was, if you said, yeah, I want I want uh, 250 grand if I win a race. Yeah, sure, here it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you're coming yeah, back going. they're all insured, you know, like, yeah. Uh, most Kenny, you would know more than yeah, for sure. But. For sure, you have to insure them. But at the end of the day, the higher the 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 win is, the more money you have to here's pay. Here's the here's the funny thing about that. When I worked for Kelly Smith at KTM, they gave him a championship bonus or a race win bonus. He got to pick, and he picked. Ah, I'll just pick the the championship bonus. I ain't gonna do either. And then he won Mount Morris. Huh. And all he got and all he got was That's KTM. That's what he told you. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that was it. Yeah, good point. Uh, uh, and then all he all he got was uh, the KTM Canusi or whatever that was. So, um, but yeah, you're right. You know what? Maybe you're right, Shorty. Um, no, just kidding. Uh, no, hey, hey um, and you know what? That was the best Seattle track we've seen in a while too. Uh, it was a, it was pretty good. It was it got ruddy and stuff, but for Seattle, it wasn't bad. I thought the track improved as the night went on. You know, the first couple practice sessions, the triples were really scary. Um, you're dragging pegs off them, and as the night went on, the track seemed to firm up in the places that were sketchy, and it still rutted up to offer some uh, some diversity that you had to have some technical skills to get around it and separate mm-hmm. the guys. So I thought they did a good job, and the new dirt was was an improvement. It didn't have as much of that uh, decomposed granite in it, which is good for roost and uh, you know the deteriorating of the track mm-hmm. conditions. Yeah, and I got to give your team manager Larry Brooks, who we might have on here in a little bit. Uh, pulled out. Pull, <laughs> uh, well, he's got something to say to Watson for sure. But um, he pulled off two title sponsors in a year. Some people can't even do one. Because <laughs> you guys are, are yeah, you know, dude, looks like you're going crazy. He works hard. Yeah. Uh, what about him and uh, your last year's uh, manager, Roger DeCoster? A question from David Villeman in our chat room was: uh, Compare those guys, or can you talk about who's better? Uh, you you know it's just like comparing two different people with anything I think Roger specializes in more like the bike and 
uh, the program and where Ryder, where Larry's more concentrated on the rider and the getting to the races. He's not so corporate, you know, where mm-hmm. Roger's really good at dealing with a lot of different aspects. So yeah. it's hard to compare the two. Um, I really enjoy working with Larry because he comes to the track with me every day. And, yeah. Um, he's gnarly. He, he's gnarly. Yeah, he'll do. Yeah. yeah, and he'll do whatever to get me better. And I think I've benefited from that. And, you know, I'm the only rider on the team, so I'm his sole focus. And so yeah. I think uh, the little attention or more attention goes a little further with me. So and I've kind of needed somebody to – to help me get to that next level, and um, it was hard with my end, my elbows. You know, in the off season, we couldn't mm-hmm. do too much because I was still in a lot of pain. But it's starting to pay off now. Um, hey, we got a call for you here. It's um, Keith. What's up, man? Thanks for listening. What's up, Mathis? Hey. Uh, this is for Watson. Yeah. This is Keith Stone. Uh, I remember before the season started, you did a little interview with Brixie, and if I remember right. I think you said Shorty would never get a win and never get in the top five. Uh, I did. I did say. I did say he would never win with the with the field the way it is for sure. I did okay. say that. You could ask him. Like, I mean, dude, I, I got nothing but respect for Andrew Shorty, and he knows that. So if you're trying to throw me under the bus, nice try, guy. But I'm a man enough to say, hey, I did say that with the field the way it is, and I'll say it about my own guys. They didn't have a chance in hell of winning with all, you know. All those guys. It's all good, Watson. I just wanted to give you a hard time. All right, Keith Stone. No worries, my man. Thank you for the call. All Keith right. Stone's the the Thanks. The, freight, the Dodge Spinner driver right now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, hey, what um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, outdoors. Uh, so you're looking forward to outdoors? That's uh, I mean, that's where you really shine. You've put up some great results there. You must be pumped uh, uh to to do that. Get on that. Yeah, I think our bike's really good. That's the best part because it's the fourth year they've had it. It's really developed, and I know how to start good on that bike, especially outdoors when there isn't any plastic. I can, uh, I'm really confident in my starts for outdoors with that bike, and I think that's a huge part of the race. Just like this weekend, you know, you get good track position, and um, it's amazing what that can do for you. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be good for me. I think I'm going to benefit mostly just from – being, the bike being so developed and um, working with Larry will be fun. I know he'll throw an interesting twist and uh, get me thinking and right. um, hopefully get some more speed out of me. Can you tell us who the new sponsor is or no? Probably not, right? Books would kill you. Yeah, that's not my, my place. So. <laughs> uh, let's take a call from Tyson here. Tyson, what's up? Thanks for listening. What's going on, guys? Thanks for the call. Yeah, um, no got problem. a question for Shorty. Um, I, I got to meet you when you were down in one of the SCA events down in Springfield, Illinois. And yeah. I know that uh, being a Christian, you know, and you, you kind of profess that on the on the podium, one of your biggest sponsors is Fly Racing. And I guess my question is, I can't help but notice that Fly Racing is a big sponsor with Kennard, who also uh, talks about his faith and yourself. And even with the Arena Cross team, Team Faith, they're a sponsor for them. Is there a coincidence that all these riders are with Fly, or is it an actual faith-based uh, company? Yeah, um, one of the the owner, um, Craig Shoemaker, he's faith based, and um, you know I don't know how much they push that or whatever, but I've had a relationship with them for a long time, and um, one thing led to another. But I think the biggest thing is they're a good company, they're great people, and there's somebody you want to ride for and be associated with. You know, it's there's a lot of companies that will pay you a lot for a little bit, and then they kind of bail out later on. And I learned that. Uh, you know, the company itself, what they stand for, and, you know, from the writing aspect, uh, what they, 
you know, believe in off the track as well is, is real similar to me. And um, they're people that, you know, I want to be associated with for uh, the rest of my career. So, Tyson, um, Tyson, let's, I don't think it is a coincidence, but let's not forget they did sponsor J Law Fly Racing. Yeah, and a one punch. And one punch. So, so there we go. So yeah, there you go. Got to be diverse, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's what they think about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, all Thanks, I know Tyson. is I found out God works in weird ways. Hey, speaking of that, Shorty, have you seen Kenny's new glasses? No. <laughs> not, okay. Dude, why are you so infatuated I with just, that I have to wear glasses, okay? I, I had, glasses, I had, too. I'm, I'm I had, a glasses guy, too. I, dude, I'm not a glass. I have to wear glasses for six weeks. I got to have a detached oh, retina. Yeah, oh, and it's helping my eyes you focus. You just look super smart with them. Dude, you're, like, trying to clown me. I, I'm not I, trying believe to clown me, I'm you. not. I was the guy who used to make fun of people when I wore glasses. Now I'm that can we, guy. It's a good we, look, man. Can we yeah. Twitter your photo with yeah. glasses? All right. Can I take a photo? Tits, can you hook this up and Twitter it? Um, hey, but Shorty... Um, I guess uh, looking forward, you uh, one-year deal or two-year deal with, with the team? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I had a two-year deal. Okay, so you, Larry and Jeremy. Yep, so you got two years. So no, none of that silly season talk going on with you right now. You're you're all set. No, yeah, it's been silly enough. So we're <laughs> we're hoping that everything is uh, all straight now. And I think Larry and Jeremy, like I said, have it figured out. And we're yeah. just looking forward to uh, moving forward from here on out. Have you uh, have you just thought about how like I I know I have a little bit. I'm in the media, and I, you know, I'm interested in stories. But it's incredible that you won in this year with all that's going on off the track with the team, and then you were hurt. You know, you got run over at San Diego, and uh, it's it's a startup team, and isn't it just so weird how that works? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, dude, I wanted to go to that team because of Larry and Jeremy, like right? the the people involved and the good bikes. You know, I knew what what the bike was like before mm-hmm. uh, at Honda, and I knew the support that they could give. Yeah. You know the team and everybody involved, and it was like a no-brainer. So right. I, I don't think so. You know, it's just crazy how I think in years past I've been a lot closer to being able to achieve a, a race win, and I never was able to pull it off. Mm-hmm. And you know, this year I haven't even been close, and it was cool for me because I had that break where I did get hurt, and then you know we were close to being able to go racing and. At Houston, I was pretty much ready to go race, but it didn't work out with the team, and so I was able to really fine-tune mm-hmm. some things with my riding, and I think that's kind of what's helped me um, come back strong from yeah. the time off. At the at the the darkest point, was it like, hey, we may not go racing? Was it at that level uh, for you at, at any point? Do you think they're going to tell her um, that? I don't know. So I'm asking. <laughs> what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, Dude, I think if it was anybody else besides Larry and Jeremy, you know, a lot of people would throw in the towel. That's what's cool about those guys is right. they kept digging, they kept trying, and, and they did it. And without them, I, I wouldn't have been able to race this weekend. So, yeah, I mean, it was touch and go for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's not just them. You know, the people at Honda, uh, you know, you know, all the people on the team that are still there, mm-hmm. um, they kept working hard. And there's a lot of people that's been affected by it. And, you know, a lot of people – might have just laid down, but you know we never gave up. None of us, you know, and so we was kept this about hard, and it all worked out. Hey, so when it was kind of up in there, was that was that was that about the time when uh, Jeremy Albrecht sent you that sweet tweet? <laughs> <laughs> he was more or less just like he, he said he heard rumors, and he was just checking in. And I said, hey, I'm just riding. Uh, I try to stay out of business. You need to contact Fred Bramlett, you know. And, yeah. And, and there was a lot of stuff going on, obviously. So I, I think he was just being a, a team manager and trying to figure out what was going on. But well, I think that's how the sport is, and it just kind of got 
but he hit the wrong button or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, Watson needed some fill-in guys, so I was always thinking if everything fell totally apart. Oh yeah, we'll put him on a whole different bike. He couldn't. It would never happen. Just like he can never ride for Chad Reed. We have a, we have a gear company. He can't ride. For can you he, imagine me and Watson at the race? Yeah, and Ivan. Well, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Ivan. Here comes here comes the Jackie short story. Here we come. Three, uh. two, one. No, okay. Did I ever tell you the time we were in Sacramento? She had the asthma attack. <laughs> oh, every year. <laughs> Uh, I tell you about the time, Mammoth, that, 2001 I tell you the time when we were at Mammoth and she just snapped her wrist like no other human being I ever seen in my life. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. and saying uh, it's going to be okay. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I had a broken wrist, so yeah. there was two of us. Um, so holding hands. So holding hands with Cass was really hard. Three broken hands between them. Um, well, hey, yeah. uh, Shorty, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Um, always good. Uh, very happy you won. Uh, like I said, I think. There's no cheering in the media, but I think uh, we broke that rule this weekend. And also in the pits, too, like everybody you talked to, like even Brayton was like, man, I'm super happy for short. I could have won, but I'm super happy for short. <laughs> was, I mean, you know well, what I mean? Like, like everybody was yeah. like that. So that's cool. It's good to see. Yeah, thank, thanks, man. It, it's pretty unreal. I'll never forget it. Um, just how everything went down. It, it was unbelievable, and it still hasn't really fully sunk in. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm just enjoying it for what it is, and I feel super blessed. And uh, can't wait for next next week. Yeah, let's do it again, Shorty. Go go two in a row. Hey, kudos to your mechanic, dude. That guy worked his ass off to yeah. get you to guys to help you get to where you needed to be. I think he's the uh, underrated guy in all this. You know, everyone wants to talk about the rider, about the without the mechanic. Yeah. And, and the team, no, and Larry, yeah. and all those guys behind you that never gave up, you know. So yeah, yeah. I give, everyone I give, did a good job, especially Brandon, and it was cool. And, I get Brooks. But there's I a give, lot of people. I get Brooks some crap sometime about it, but uh, you know, I think uh, Larry does a good job. And uh, um, all right, Shorty, thanks, man. Good things happen. Good people. See you this Have weekend. Good night. All right. <laughs> thanks, man. Bye. See you, Andrew Short, everybody. And with that, let's segue right into his team manager, Larry Brooks. Um. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming on, and, and good job this weekend. Why don't you tell me he was on there, and I wouldn't have said that he did a good, he's a good dude. Yeah, I just patched through when you said he was a good guy. Jesus. Watson, you better bite your tongue, dude. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. That's kind of like God no. works in mysterious ways, and it went silent over there. there hey, dude, you got the fly racing thing going on now, dude. They're all they're all faith back. So there, there's um. There's not too many people that Kenny, I think, uh, just would be quiet, like Mitch Payne's oh, one of them. Larry Brooks, Mitch Payne, and Roger Acosta. Those three guys, I would just go, oh, what, what what I do? He told me, oh, Brooks wants to talk to you. I'm like, oh, shit. It's like, wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> um, hey, Brooks, though, straight up, dude. Congratulations. That's cool. I'm pumped for you. Yeah, guys. no, no, no. It was uh, all I know. Obviously, it's not all me. You know that. I mean, it's a team. So it's Yeah, not, yeah, um, yeah. But, dude, just I I all the bullshit, all, all the bullshit that you guys have been going through, and then all of a sudden this pops up. It's like, wow, unexpected, and dude, who? I mean, it kind of, kind of helps heal the wound a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's been a hard time. Shit, if I, got, if I got, if I got a everyone's, talk, everyone's been, been, God, we just been upside down, you know. Mm -hmm. And to have a team and have your title pull out and and try to continue, you know, at the same level where you've been going, it, it man, been rough. Yeah, dude, I can imagine like a good, not a win, but just a top ten. I'd be pumped. Watson's <laughs> team, team is struggling to the finish. <laughs> dude, I get like fifteenth and sixteenth, seventeenth every week with filling guys. I'm like, sweet, sweet, this is fun. Yeah, it's, it's, injuries has really played a big part in this series this year. It's just it's uh, 
I mean, it's a shame. Every year it seems like people are getting hurt, and I, I don't know if the speeds are getting higher, the bikes are getting faster, or yeah. what the story is, but, you know, human bodies can only take so much when they hit the ground. You know, it just, mm-hmm. you know, people uh, are people are breaking. That's RV's theory on it, who, by the way, may be hurt, uh, serious from what I hear, but that's RV's theory. Uh, bikes, of course, the 450s are going faster than 250, two strokes, and now, finally, guys have really started to ride these 450s wide open um, and, and really starting to attract, attack the track and scrubbing and all that. And he's like, we're just going faster and faster. And now mis- anytime a mistake is made, it's it's a bad combo. I mean, his mistake was was minute, you know what I mean? But those are the ones that usually get you. You know, he came in and Millsap squared off that berm and, mm-hmm. and looked like he grabbed a little too much front brake. And it was just one of those quick ones that your foot digs in. And, yeah, I mean, it, it – his knee definitely got twisted, you yeah. know, and if I don't know if it popped out or or what, but if it did, usually an ACL gets injured and, you know, meniscus is torn and mm-hmm. definitely some could be some serious injuries, but he's a tough kid, man. I mean, he's a, he raced for two years without an ACL and, yeah. you know, and, you know, Jeremy raced his whole career without an ACL. So if it can be done, that guy can do it. Uh, hey, we asked Andrew this question, uh, and maybe you can fill us in a little bit. Was there ever a point when you lost your title that you weren't going racing? I mean, was it was the lowest point at all? Hey, we're done. Was there ever that point? Um, no, no, I mean, dude, trust me. Probably two days before I got it worked out, mm-hmm. I was throwing the towel in. I was so done. <laughs> I mean, I had worked three months straight, and then – it was like up and down and all around. You know how it goes when you're trying to do uh, sponsor stuff. And and I had, uh, I promise you, I was about ready to throw the towel in. I just couldn't freaking pull it. And, mm-hmm. But, you know, no, I mean, that that wasn't what we were after. I mean, that was only my, my personal feeling, you know, just because right. I was over it. But, I mean, no, I mean, we were – we were going to make it work no matter what, right. you know, and, and we had already made a commitment and there was no way we could back out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we were going forward no matter what. Uh, can you talk about, or do you want to talk about what happened with the old title? Yeah, he pulled out. <laughs> he uh, stopped paying us right. <laughs> straight up. Right. Which would be about the only thing that like, like that, that's the thing. There's either the money is coming or the money is not coming. It's one of the two. That's right. That's hey, right. It was, you... It's either left or right. And, hey, uh, hey, Larry, let me you ask know, you a question. Let him finish. Let him he, finish. He did. He didn't finish. Don't, don't, don't sit here and tell me what to do. Okay? Uh, there's only one person on this conversation. Somebody... Hey, listen, there's only okay. one person in this conversation we're having right now that's going to tell me to shut up, and okay. it's not you. It's the other guy on the All other right. end of this Well, phone. someone in the chat room wants to know why your riders suck so bad, Kenny. Because <laughs> I'm, <not> <laughs> I'm not Larry Brooks. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, they said suck so bad on your bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. On your hey, Larry, bike. On your, you. it, now it's your bike. Yeah, yeah, I own it. It's in my garage. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, can I ask you a question? It's all you can tell Kenny, me. too. Kenny's, it's kind of Kenny a, makes all the specs. It's kind of a weird situation, like – I know that that sponsor that pulled out, they have a relationship with Jeremy in the off-road truck team, too. Is that kind of a weird situation that for you no. and MC, or is it yeah. totally a different well, deal? Yeah, it's, it's different. They, they, he, and I don't know all the ins and outs. I just know kind of the surface of, of the off-road truck part, you know, but, but he had purchased his truck ride from Stronghold, that oh. same team that jeremy rides for jeremy obviously has his own group which is the monster off-road team and then stronghold supports or had a ride available that he purchased from stronghold okay and you know it's 
it's kind of one of those numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah I, got it. I got it. I got it. It's kind of a, it's, I, I understand just because, you know, at the Hart 910 off-road truck team, they, is there stuff kind of that crosses over too? And it's kind of like, are you affiliated with them? No, we are, but we're not. It's, they're a yeah. sponsor of the team, but they're not a sponsor of ours. So I, I yeah. get it. I get it. I, I just, I mean, no, I, I just wondered that for myself, but you know, I just, I just think, you know, you just I'll think that Andy Short couldn't get top five is what you told Brooks in a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about that, Watson? When you told me that that Shorty wasn't going to get top five, was never going to win a race. Dude, you truck loved Shorty to death. Wait, wait. You loved Shorty to death, but you weren't. He was never going to win a race, and and uh, he was never going to get top five, or he was going to get lucky to get top five. Are you Are you done? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, now I am. Okay. What did what did what did Andrew what what were did it, what was his best finish before he got hurt? Before I San think, Diego. Sixth, seventh? Was eighth? it a sixth? I think a sixth. Okay. I think it was that, a fifth. That wasn't a top five. Was it a fifth? Hold on, okay. I can check. But. Okay. Yeah, check real quick. I'm oh, not sure. Okay. And then I said with the field deep it is he with, with with all the riders there, I don't see him winning a race. I don't think he can win with everybody that's in the field. I don't think you said that. I think you straight up said that that well, he was never going to win a race. Okay. Well, I I told him on the other phone, on the other when he was just on. I don't know if you heard, but I said, "Hey, I did say that." And you know what? I I I lived up to my what I said. I did say that. I did say that. I didn't think that he would win a race. But I when I said that, I didn't think he, in my own mind, I maybe I should have spoke out and said, "I don't think he's going to win a race with the field as deep as it is." But hey, I was r- r- you know what I'm going to say, that word. I was Yeah, Shorty won a race. <laughs> yeah. sure it was did. rad, dude. It did. was rad. No did. matter what, I just want to give you shit. I was just pumped that he won a race this year. Dude. Really, that was that was a huge hurdle, you know, dude, for no him. Dude, and uh, he had never done that. And to do that, I think, brings a lot of confidence. I, I agree. And you know what? And, like, I'm not that guy to post shit all over Twitter, but I did post to Jackie because me and Jackie talk on Twitter a little bit and I just said hey super happy for you guys congratulations you know blah 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 but yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I was no, dude how could cool. you how could you not you know pull for Andrew Short like I, dude it was awesome because uh, you know obviously I was in the tower and I'm, oh yeah yeah did you see me in there where, where were you at dude why <laughs> were you in the tower got, this week? Uh, I was in I've never I haven't been in the tower one time why Which, because I, 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 we this usually is very send, bizarre, Larry. This is very bizarre. Okay, but. this is how it started. I had to have eye surgery at the beginning of the season, and I couldn't see yeah. the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the thing, so yeah. I put Kyle yeah. Bentley in there, and it started working out. He was calling times and doing a better job that I could do in the tower. So I went up top and just like spotted from above, and he was in the tower. Oh. What I don't get, okay. Kenny, is you guys have a suite almost every race, don't no, you? We don't. You don't? No. I hear about the suite you're in all the time. I want, Dude, I, want I, to go, go in the suite. I Sometimes I'm in the suite. You gotta have an orange wristband to get in. Oh, I'm out. Okay. So, <laughs> but to make a long story short, that's why. And Kyle's at the track with the guys, you know, more than I am, and he could do yeah. a better job watching the guys and and doing stuff that I could do in there. And I'm one of those guys that is trying to do the best with what I have, and I think that he could do a better job than me. So it's not about yeah. me standing in. It's just like, does Jeremy Albrecht well, really need to be in the tower? No. Well, yeah, someone yeah, needs yeah. to be in the tower. Well, anyway, anyway, yeah. it's, it's, we're done with about you. We'll, Shorty's, we'll, let's talk about Andrew. Shorty's so best Andrew finish, finishes finish. the race, and okay. so I climb out of the tower, and, and like all the riders were pulling over and congratulating him. Yeah. I've never, ever seen that happen. You know, like when somebody wins that, that 
you know, half the field is patting him on the back and, and congratulating him. And, and Roxon comes up, throws his bike down, they're hugging. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I mean, cool as shit, but yes. it was it was just wild. It hey, would wild. you ever do that as a rider? To congratulate anybody? No, no hell never. no. <laughs> That's like, or, or, never. or win a race. No, never. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, you, you know what? It was. You're right. It was, it was a little weird. And by the way, Shorty's best finish was fifth at Oakland with everybody there. Everybody um, wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, top who, five. Who wasn't there? Trey Kennard. That's it. Nope. Who wasn't nope. there? Kenny doesn't know. He's checking his phone. He, this is how it goes. Um, all right. <laughs> fuck, Brooks. I was fucking wrong, all right? Yeah. I made. I was wrong. Wait, not, he said wrong. There. He even said wrong. I said yeah. wrong. Yeah. I was wrong, all right? Andrew Short's the best <laughs> champion. He's a Supercross winner. He's a top five the guy. The winningest yeah. winner ever. So did you submit your team manager of the year vote, Kenny? I just pulled it. Who, I just pulled my own vote. I voted for myself. I pulled myself. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Dude, last time no, Brooks no. won, he didn't it even know. It was better to hear you say you were wrong. I, know. I just like that. When, when Brooks... I just wanted to come at you just because you're always a peckerhead, dude. So yeah. just to have something <laughs> on you like one time. This goes off, back This goes off. back to when he traded your jersey for a sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Brooks, oh, oh, man, this is the only thing I'm going to be able to hold on to for life. So. Hey, but for real. Hey, so- I wasn't a peckerhead when I was giving your kid goggles all the time, was I? No. Did I say you were, kid? And, uh, and <laughs> thankful. And I was even thankful. No, wow. dude, you got good kids, dude. Uh, I, I really, like, when I did that, like, they were your kids, and I did it. But after getting to know those kids and, you know, becoming cool with them and, you know, the whole program, I was like, dude, how can you not? These are just great kids. These are great guys. Um, yeah, yeah, they were good. Davin's even working for the team now. Like, he was there this weekend. It's, it's cool. It, it's good. It's awesome to get to hang out with your kids every week. Are, um, you, are you harder on him than anybody else? Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I was waiting <laughs> for you course. to say no. Uh, hey, Larry, a uh, couple of, couple of, or one question I have for you before we let you go. What's it like? And now, I asked you this question before, but now, what's it like working with the Honda guys? I mean, you are, you're underneath their tent the last couple weekends, and you and I saw you and Dan Bentley talking at length this past weekend, and, and of course, they're all good guys, but man, for a long time, you were trying to beat those dudes. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it's been cool, you know, and I'm, I've been waiting for it to get, you know, a little sideways or whatever, but they've all been super respectful and and I think that's where it came from was like going head to head and mm-hmm. and and having our challenges in the past and things like that and you know it's it's just always been really really competitive between us and and now that we're all on the same team that it seems that it's um you know all going the same direction that you know we can kind of confide in one another because we're we are the same color we're in the on the same team and um you know, it's still good. It's still good. You know, nothing's gone bad. And, and even with all these issues that we've had with, with money coming in and, and are not having money coming in and, <laughs> yeah. and, and going in and talking to the Honda brats and those guys just like being the coolest guys ever, you know, mm-hmm. super supportive and super, um, understanding, you know, obviously they've had sponsors pull out on them and issues and it's not like we're so cool and we're so good and you're an idiot but right. you know it's like you know they 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 really truly try to help you solve issues and problems and you know and we're talking like top top you know guys you know vice president of the company and stuff and mm-hmm. and uh you know it, it's man i've had nothing i i have nothing but good 
good things to say about the Honda crew. They've been more than helpful. And uh, Watson, you know who came up to Larry after the race? Shook his hand? Yep. Chad, Chad Reed. Chad Reed did. said it was the hardest thing he's ever had that to do. That was cool. Life. No, I mean, I think, you know, it was cool. It was just one of those things, you know, like, it's always good to see, like, a like a like an underdog win, you know. No one thought Andrew would win. This team has been having issues. And, and even Chad's respectful, you know. He, Chad's a good guy. He's not, you know, and we've had our issues, you know. We've had our ups and downs, obviously. But it's one of those things, man, where, where you show someone respect. I mean, where respect is due, you kind of give them respect. And it was one of those weekends for me. And I can guarantee you, know, you, I could guarantee you one guy that wouldn't come up and shake your hand after the race if you won. Who's that? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> hey, but hey, Larry, let me ask you a question. What was, uh, I, I bet you that, that call, that call to, to Jeremy was probably pretty interesting. You guys were probably just, he was probably going, man, I can't believe it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think everybody was feeling that same way, you know. And yeah. I mean, Homie's won, you know, seventy-two main events, and 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 the excitement that he had was uh, was probably like his first win, you That's know. Awesome. And it was cool. It was cool. The win could have come at a better time, you know. And with the issues going on, and and all the stuff going on with the team, it just couldn't have come at a better time, you know. And yeah. for Andrew's career, you know, and and being the latter part of his career and stuff like that. It just couldn't have come at a better time. And everybody was pumped and 10 minutes to be loading our bike up in the sprinter and getting ready to drive home, which was kind of funny at the end of the night. Yeah. I said that earlier. I wonder how many, when's the last time that happened, right? Exactly. I, I don't think that's ever happened, <laughs> yeah. you know, and truly, I mean, if, if we didn't put our bike under the Honda tent, we would have been out of that sprinter, you know, and, yeah. and if everything would have worked out the same, which you never know, I mean, we, could have been winning the main event out of a sprinter van and it would have been really funny yeah no doubt hey well hey thanks for coming on unscheduled appearance by larry brooks uh, on the pulp Mech hey, show congratulations um, larry for yeah. real dude that was um, um that's that's an awesome deal right there Fun yeah. for you. yeah glad no, to see you guys it. pulling it together dude have you back out yeah there. It, it's kind of weird you know because obviously watson you're you're in my shoes you know and you you're in my position but you know a lot of guys they get jealous when riders win or maybe they wanted to win or whatever but you know a lot of things have to go right for you to win and and you know you have to be working hard and everything and you know to hear some guys say oh yeah well you know the field's not where it was and and stuff like that it just it it, it bugs the crap out of me because dude, there's 19 guys on that line yeah. those guys can win you know what i mean and and uh you know, for Andrew to pull it out and do that. And it was just awesome. So, man, I appreciate it. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, that was no awesome. Larry. And, uh, Good job, yeah, too, Yeah, thanks way again. To, way to hang in there. Yep, yeah, appreciate it. All right, All Larry. Right. Thank Later. you. See you. All right, man. Guys, have a good show. See you. Bye. See you. Larry Brooks, everybody, the uh, team manager of uh, Andrew Short uh, Honda Race Team. Uh, I didn't ask him about his new sponsor, but it's coming this week. So, um, Hey, did you read the chat room? No. DV, DV just had to throw out there that he won a race in the back of a U-Haul trailer. Yeah, Seattle back in the day on a Yamaha 125 when no one knew who he was. And he's wearing, like, shot gear or something. Some weird shot? No, he didn't wear a shot. Didn't he wear a shot? Was nope. it UFO? Nope. What was it? I don't know. It wasn't oh, that. Oh, it wasn't that? No, it was. I, I forgot the name of that company. He wore uh, Shark. We're going to have him on. Let's, shark. Let's call shark. Him. Shark. Shark. Not, not Shark gear. Did they have Shark gear? Shark helmets, for sure. That was the energy drink deal that, that screwed you over, Shark. Yeah, well, they. You're getting that confused. Ask, ask Larry. When Larry was <laughs> saying that peeps, they stopped paying, I'm like, yeah. I get it. Um, this can you get our next guest on? Thanks. Um, hey, 
you guys never got one dime from them, did you? No, the, did dude, you? the dude killed himself. No, but did you ever get no, one? No, never. Not a penny. The dude ended up killing himself. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy that you guys never got one installment, though, up front no. or something. No. <laughs> all that work you did, all the graphics, all that stuff, you know what yep. I mean? Yep. Wow. It's, hey, that's the way it goes. You know, and I know how what Larry's going through right now, and it's stressful. Do you know who their new title is? <coughs> I'll tell you who. Wow. Well, I don't know. I, I can't release it, but. Uh, I heard, but yeah. I don't know if it's true. Right. What I heard, yeah, but we'll see. Um, that does happen because um, you know, it's outside the box for sure, and it's outside the industry. But to have a corporation come in the middle of the year like that to open up funds in their budget—I mean, maybe we're not talking about the same people. We're not. Let's okay. get to our our next guest, uh, uh, unscheduled guest again. Tits, unscheduled guest. Two David in a row. David Villeman, Nick Way's personal riding coach, and. What's up? Former Supercross. Took Nick Way to a top 10 after going for the LCQ this week. Good job, DV. Yeah, he starts her on point this week. Yeah, that was a tough day, but, you know, it's always tough to go through the LCQ, that's for sure. What kind of gear were you wearing when you won Seattle? First racing with the FMF jersey. First. First. Not shot. Hey, let's give away some tickets, though, before we get too much into this DV thing. We oh, got- so while you're giving away the, the tickets, you're going to give it away. Okay, go ahead. Let's do uh, two tickets to Salt Lake City this weekend. This weekend, two tickets to Salt Lake City, courtesy of Free Gun Underwear. DV knows all about Free Gun Underwear. And, and the uh, person that wins the tickets to Salt Lake, yeah. make sure you come by and say, I am the ticket winner. And prove it to me, and I'll ask Titch your name. And uh, you will also receive a little prize package oh. from Hart and Huntington wow. Racing. Okay. Please only call if you can actually go. Yes. Yes, only only call if you can actually go. You want Thank to you. Fifth caller? Fifth, Fifth caller. caller right now. Uh, anyways, DV, back to the race. Uh, uh, what do you think? Let's talk about. Um, well, we can talk about Donk winning top mechanic of the night. Not for Nick Way, but on that team. Good job for Donk. I wanted to bring that up. Congrats to Donk, uh, working for two riders. DV, what do you think of uh, uh, Shorty's win and Roxon's ride on that 350? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I thought Shorty rode great. Um, you know, obviously Ken might. I've been a little better at the beginning mm-hmm. by doing that triple, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I think Shorty was consistent and didn't didn't, uh, didn't let uh, Ken go. And uh, yeah, it was a great race. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great, and uh, what <clears throat> that was good, you know. What do you uh, make of this? What do you broke, make? What, broke the curls. What do you make of this 350? Is it? I've been hard on this bike, and I don't think it's the answer. And I've watched guys struggle, but goddamn, there goes Ken Roxon with a great ride, jumping that triple off the dra- dragon back, and doing all that. Can that thing win? Can it win? If you put Ryan Villapoto on that bike, is it winning? Um, this year, yes. I think uh, you can you you can see Caroli also running two uh, two races this weekend in the GP with mm-hmm. it. Um, I think they came along. Uh, from last year, if you listen to Ken's or Marvin's bike, I actually said something about Marvin's bike. I think it was St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the engine and everything, you know, sounds way stronger now. I think they changed a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this year the bike is actually way better than it was last year for sure, for sure. Yeah. So you think you think? It and I was I was a I was a 350 basher for the longest time. Right. And um, I don't think that's uh, the solution because the 450 
you can do so much with those bikes. You know, like you can make them, uh, you know, they're light then. They're, they're really light now. Uh, uh-huh. You can move the power with the EFI wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think they came along pretty good with that bike. And, and this year I think it's actually pretty good. Right, right. And, uh, hey, your buddy Marvin rode a great race. I don't think he's the Racer X rider of the outstanding performance like Jason Wygant thought, but Marvin or Mar- Marvin rode a great race. Um, yeah, I think, you know, he was the fastest all day um, when he hit race, and uh, he was only ninth after a couple laps, so I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. he's going to get top five or whatever. Right. But, um, you know, he was... He was helped by, you know, Tomac, Shifter, and, you know, Wilson, Shoulder, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but I thought he were great. You know, he wasn't far behind. He, he caught every, everybody, and uh, he was super fast. Uh, yeah. I think that's, uh, that's pretty much uh, his potential. I think the track was good for him because he's technical, he's pretty mm-hmm. small rider, and he can ride the ruts smoothly, you know, like, and... He doesn't make tons of mistakes, and I thought he was was running great. Don't you think that more guys, Kenny? Kenny, let me ask you this too. You guys are a TV your team manager, your your ex team manager, Kenny, your team manager. Don't you think these guys should let the guys ride the other coast on the big bike, like almost always? I mean, wouldn't you? I think this is a great idea that these guys are doing this. Like, it's helped Marvin out. It helped Sealy out. Uh, Will Hahn looked great this weekend after riding on the other coast. Wouldn't wouldn't you do this all the time? If a guy's gonna get hurt, he's gonna get hurt. I don't think I don't think I mean personally from I don't I haven't really had a lights team in a long time. Right. But saying it, um when you do, do a lights team, you usually do four guys. Yeah. You do two and two. So it's you're gonna have to employ more mechanics. No, you're gonna have to more travel and it's it's a lot more money to do it. Um I say once in a while, yeah. Yeah. But unless you budget it and you have a super strong budget, that's from a managerial standpoint. Okay. That's it. But as a rider standpoint, I think for sure it does help. I think for sure it's either going to help their confidence or knock their confidence down, one or the other. What do you think, DV? Um, I think it's a great idea. I think uh, let's say if if I was in um, obviously Mitch Payton or – the Geico team, I don't think I would let Wilson or Tomac ride mm-hmm. on the East, but everybody else, yes. Weaver is not a contention to yeah. win the title. Right. Uh, they need some you know, track time, and that would help the, the riders, too, because some of the riders only ride on the West, and then when they go to a 450, they actually never rode in the ruts yeah. in Atlanta or in the soft dirt of St. Louis, so I think right. if, if it will help the riders for sure, and um, and I think uh, especially now that the field is pretty thin on the 450, mm-hmm. uh, a great idea for the East guys just to come to come and ride west. You know, I was surprised like a guy like Jake Canada, you know, show up at Seattle, for right. example. You know, I think it would it would have been a good idea to to have him race. He's a good 450 guy. I think it would have mm-hmm. been a good idea. Obviously, having Ken was a good idea too. And uh, Marvin did not do as good as I thought he would on the, on the 350. He mm-hmm. had a good start. He was top three in Indy, I think, uh, on the first lap, and you know, ride that great. But you know, with with this film, there's uh, 
um, there's a lot of potential uh, yeah. to, to a good finish. Right. Um, yeah, I don't get it either. I hope the teams keep doing it. Add some spice to our series. Uh, hey, Tits, do we have a winner for the tickets? Salt yes. Lake City tickets? Uh, congratulations to Kelly. No, oh. because they got to come by and say their oh. name to, to Kenny. So just give us the first name. Okay, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. You won tickets uh, courtesy of Free Gun Underwear. Thanks, Free Gun, for, uh, for hook, hooking it up. So it's, just tell it, the tickets. Yeah, Kenny. There. You can't talk without a headset on, Watson. <laughs> no, one, no one can hear you. So, Kelly, if the tickets are not at Will Call... That's not our fault. Yeah. It's LeBigs that, you it's know. He, Frenchman. He's French. a Frenchman, so yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you just don't know with French guys. They're a little sketchy. Um, hey, DV, uh, what do you make of, of RV's injury just from the couch watching it? Uh, serious, not serious? Uh, would you be surprised if he's racing this weekend? Do you have any insight on that? Um, I actually blew my ACL the same way, the same way he did. Yeah. Uh, I was 13 years old, and I, you know, and, uh, I was – to, you know, 13 years old is like, mm -hmm. I was 12, what is it, 22 years ago? Okay. I don't know. Dude. Yeah, I was, too, I was too young to get surgery, and, you know, I think surgery was not that good 20 years ago mm -hmm. for those. Yeah, for those know? things, yeah. And uh, my dad was kind of scared of it, and we did not do it, and I never did it. So I raced all my life with no ACL on, on, the, on my right knee. So there's a lot of stuff you can do, uh, therapy, and go to the gym and work on your muscle around the ACL to make it stronger that you actually don't need it. There's, you know, I'm going to talk about soccer. I know you, you, you don't care about soccer or you, you hate it, but it's really tough on the knees. And there's a, a lot of guys, they don't have ACL. They go to therapy. They, mm -hmm. they build no, uh, special muscles. They, they do special exercises. You reinforce your leg, your quads, your hamstring, mm -hmm. and then you don't really need the ACL. It's not, and, and there's a lot of guys playing soccer that you know what they're scared about getting surgery because it's not a hundred percent. It's not hundred percent sure that they could play after that, you know, mm -hmm. and recover. Yep. And some other guys they did not do it, and they still play at the international level, and. Um, so that's a one way to 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 see it that you know RV can take a few weeks off and still race nationals. Okay. But uh, yeah. and but the thing is, you can race without an ACL. That's that's doable. But then it ends uh, mid September, and then if you get an ACL, six months, it's a five month deal. Yeah. So he's gonna be screwed for Supercross. So he won't do it at the end of the year. Right. So it's kind of like a lose-lose situation. You see there, um, he does it now, doesn't race outdoors, and that would be a good solution too because, yeah, he's in a contract year, but do you really think his value is going to change if he wins the, the MX title or if he misses the season? I think well, not. His value would be the same. Watson said he'd sign so, him even if he missed the outdoors, so he's definitely got that in the back pocket. The only reason why I want him to race TV it's because there's no way I want us to lose the donations to the Europeans. And if he doesn't, he's done. So then we're, our team is going to be weeded. No, you still, have, you still have guys that can ride. You know, it's going to be a tough race anyway. But, right. um, you know, it's, I think Belgium's going to be the team to beat there. Um, you know, that's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a super tough race. But, yeah, you're right. You have mm. a point. All right. But seriously, are you, are you really? Um, 
Yeah, that's all I do. Because, care. That's all. I, don't get surgery right like this, and because we need you at Motocross Nations. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> we don't want Europe beating us. No way. Canada, maybe. Yeah, I'd rather t- I'll take Canada over Europe yeah. any day. Okay. There we go. And, and listen, you can still, you know, if if Stewart get his shit together, uh, you can still win. Denji Stewart and you know, let's say Bosher. Right. You know, like, you, you can you can still win the race. You know what I mean? I don't like people from Europe. Well, <laughs> all I know too is that you know you, you could bring the filling guy that usually comes in for the filling and, and brings it home for the team, anyways. Yeah, the, the no, Niner, the Niner will come back and Zach Osborne. Yeah, there you go. Um, hey, DV, thanks, man. We're gonna run. We got uh, uh, blows coming up, commercials, and a bunch of other crap. But thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. One of the Pulp Mech Show, Brooks, DV. I mean, just heavy hitters calling in out of the blue. Thank you, DV. Yeah, all thanks, right. man. All right. Have a good one, guys. See all right, later, buddy. See um, all right, everybody. Uh, that's David Villeman on the line. We still got to give away two tickets to Enduro Cross, which is Friday night before uh, the Vegas Supercross. And we have to give away some fuel clothing stuff. And we have to take a commercial break right now. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com, FMF Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Fly Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate. They're all on board with us and uh, we appreciate it and we're going to take a commercial break come back with chris blos this is georgia Lindsay, presenter of the motocross grand prix and you're listening to the pulpamex show with mathis and watson you're listening to the pulpamex show presented to you by btosports.com featuring kenny watson and that other guy thanks for listening please support our sponsors and we'll be right Hey, race fans, thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. We here at BTOsports.com want you to remember that BTO Sports is the world leader in aftermarket parts, gear, clothing, and accessories for all things motor. And BTO offers free shipping on all orders within the continental U.S. that are $85 or greater. And free shipping on international shipments over $7.99. BTO Sports stands behind the sport to the fullest by supporting riders from amateurs all the way up to the BTO Sports Suzuki professional race team. BTO supports the moto lifestyle because the moto community supports BTO. With great customer service, all the products you want and need, there's no reason to be going anywhere else but BTOsports.com for the best service, pricing, and after-purchase care in the industry. Remember, you can save on your order by typing into the code MATHES, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-S, before you check out for great savings. So take your Pulp MX coupon code and head over to BTOsports.com now for all your motocross shopping needs. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx on checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 
2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight, and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose for racing. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company, and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at facebook.com slash flyracing or twitter.com slash flyracingusa. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The Little 
company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. for the request. Welcome back. Pulpo Mech Show. Finally some real metal. Just to take you back? Yeah, dude. I read that it was an Iron Maiden and Van Halen. Jesus. I think it brings the quality of the show down. <laughs> I doubt it. Awesome. Bruce Dickinson. Coming at you! Iron Maiden on the Pulpo Mech Show. Yeah. Uh, glad we could make your day, though, Kenny. That was awesome. It might be a one and done thing, though. It could be back with Halen ASAP. How about you just do one and I do one? When the fans riot because there's not Halen on, yeah. you're going to be the one responsible, bro. How about I do one, you do one? How about we mix it up next week and we play the number of the beast? I don't think anybody cares about Van Halen, dude. Any, I mean, uh, yeah, Iron you're Maiden. right. You're right. You're 100 percent right. I don't no think one, anybody cares about Iron Maiden anymore. No, no bro. one does care about Van Halen. You're you're correct, Steve. Well, they're at least a current relevant band. Jeez. You know, I mean, come on, they're not like in the 80s or anything. Jesus. Oh wait, maybe they are. <laughs> hey, you're, let's you're get to our next guest. Uh, uh, Motorsport.com, Foremost Insurance, Ty Lube, Kawasaki, making his return this weekend with a strong 13th? Chris Blos, what's up, Blos? Not much. What were you guys fighting about? Did you get 13th? You got 13th. I, I don't know. No, he didn't get 13th, bro. 
I had so much arm pump. I don't know 14. what I got. I'm 14. just glad I finished. You got 14th. I just checked the official results. You got 14th. Who got 15th? Uh, Matt Gerke. Who got 16th? Your guy. Yeah. Right. Hey, how about Watson's team right yeah, now? Yeah, Bloods, you're killing it, dude. Beat my guys Thank off the man, couch. Man. Off the couch. Good job, bud. Hey, what uh, for people who don't know, what did you do uh, uh, to yourself that caused you to miss, Jesus, I don't know, 12 races? or Torres Labrum? What did you do? Torres Labia? I, uh, no, I did not. I uh, dislocated my shoulder at the third round and had an avulsion fracture. And what that is, it's a, like my rotator cuff was attached where it attaches to your bone. Well, the bone actually broke off and the rotator was still attached to the bone. So I just had to wait until my bone was fully healed in order to start doing anything again. Wow. Uh, yeah, sounds kind of gnarly. So what do you think about your Seattle race? I mean, you're pumped up. You aren't pumped, but, I mean, you had to be happy anyways because uh, um, there's some guys that just don't make main events come back after, you know, a while. Off. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he, did you see – did you notice his heat race? Squeaker. <laughs> My guy was right in front of you. He squeakered in right behind you. Well, Blows. thanks to Nick Way and uh, Gavin Faith. <laughs> Did you think? Did you think Nick? Nick, when you went back to the truck, thanks, bro. Yeah, I did. But hey, I'll take it. All right. No problem. Because um, when you go back and look on paper, it doesn't say Nick Wing and Faith crashed. No, it doesn't, Blows. Exactly, and that's what Watson always. You know, he always trying to discredit you. Shut up, all dude. The time. Oh, he always does, dude. And he, dude, you know, Blows, shut up. He bud. sort of screwed you out of a ride. <laughs> this has been established by by your grandma and many people in Vital MX. So, um, you know, he sort of screwed you out of a ride. Uh, God. Uh, were you happy, though, with the return? I mean, like you said, you pumped up, but were you happy? Is that is that okay? See, you're asking the guy if he's happy with 14th. Of well, course he's not fucking well, happy. Dude, he just got wrong. back from 13 races Honestly, off. Honestly, like, I, I'm all right with it. Like, I'm just – I mm. wanted to go there and make the main event, which I did. And right. I wanted to ride, you know, the whole race and, and, and race every lap and – that's what I wanted to do, and I mean, I I only got one day on a Supercross track, and that was uh, like Tuesday before New Orleans, and my bike was broke all week. I didn't even get to ride all week before Seattle, and I just went out there and did it. Yep, that's that's doesn't that does not surprise me, Blows. Does not surprise me. That's what the guy. This what that's what Blows does. He just does it. Doesn't even jump. Hey, 702-586-7857. Call in if you got a question for Chris Blose. Chris, can you uh can you analyze the managerial styles of uh, Alan Brown and Kenny Watson? Way better. Can you, Alan's uh, way can, better. Can you dude. give us an idea of uh the different styles of management that each one takes? Well, first of all, I wouldn't try to fire the guy when he got hurt. That makes me a little bit different than Alan Brown. <laughs> I wouldn't give his ride away. You wouldn't give a ride away? You I wouldn't give, give his ride away. You gave him a lot of rides away this year to different guys. I wouldn't give his ride away. I would say, oh. let's get back on the bike, and I wouldn't be, like, wondering. This is from the same I... guy who had a, a rider from Australia sitting in the lounge telling Matt Bonney, if you don't ride, it's clippy-clippy, and that guy's in. What are you talking about? Daniel McCoy. What are you talking about? You told that story on the air. I, I know, but that wasn't, like. Okay. That's Come a, on, That's the story you told, bro. So I don't know if your story is if you're mixed bro. up. Bro. I'm tired of this whole show. You trying to <laughs> freaking make me feel like I'm a piece of shit. It's not working. It's not working. Hey, what's uh, what's your plans for the summer, Blows? Do you have any? Fuck yeah, on? he does. You ever read his Twitter? You ever see all those honey bunnies he has on his Twitter? If no one follows Chris Blows and you're oh, a I, male. I don't think I follow him, no. Follow Chris Blows on Twitter and then go look at all his followers. 75% of them are chicks and he's they're like, all hot. He's like Bieber. 
He's like the Bieber of motocross. He is. Wow. I Bros. have no idea what you guys are talking about. You know what Bloss' nickname was for me? The Silent Assassin. He is a silent assassin. <laughs> yeah, Bloss. What are you going to do this weekend? Guys, what? Well, we, we talked about this summer, like, outdoor nationals. I had a great idea. Think we need to fall hey. through with that idea? Yeah, I think we need to. I think we need to go through with it. The, uh, the idea was, uh, Kyle Regal doesn't have a ride either, mm-hmm. and he wants to go out race outdoors. So there, Kyle Regal's talking to me about getting money and all this stuff, and I go, "Hey, I got a great idea." Kyle Regal's girlfriend has about five hundred followers on Twitter, and I said, 500, "Hey, 500,000. 500,000, I'm sorry, has about five hundred thousand followers." I said, "All you gotta do is get a dollar from every one of her followers, and you guys go racing." Easy as that. Let's make it happen. Should be easy, yeah. Should be easy. <laughs> Brooks just did it. Brooks just got a sponsor. Why can't you? And what did what did uh, what did Regal say? Regal liked the idea, but Regal, I don't think Regal could pull it off. I think Macy might be able to, but Kyle, I don't think so. Um, so yeah, so no ideas, Blows. Oh, hit the pipe! Hit the pipes! What's <laughs> no ideas? No, I don't have. I don't have anything. I really want to race outdoors again, mm-hmm. but uh. I don't want to do it on my own. I can't. I right. can't afford it. So, and, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a while since you. Well, you did from a Troy Lee, right? Hey, yeah, dude. Hey, speaking Lee. speaking of that, Blosey, I'm gonna. What? You hit me up. I I got a I got a uh, an inside scoop for you for maybe for an outdoor ride. I don't want to say it on the air, but they called me today, talked to me about a couple of things, and oh yeah, I didn't even think about Blos. Tell you the truth. Whoa. I thought about the other guy, but the other guy, one of my guys, is not gonna do it. Show me the money, and they don't really have that much money. Oh, I think I know but, what you mean. But it's a good program. Was it who were we talking? Who were we talking with this morning or on Saturday morning before practice? No. Oh, no. Okay. You don't. You have no idea. You don't know about this, dude. Okay. But Bloss, would you be pumped? I, I don't know. Um, shoot me a. Sh- you know what? I'm gonna shoot you a text right now, and you text me when you're done. You tell me if you're interested. Right. And then you, I, I know you know the dudes over there, and you can call them. You uh uh, you gotta get going though. Now Hangtown's not that far away, Bloss. You gotta get. Guess I'll I doing know. some motos. <laughs> I know. He'll be fine. Trust me. I've I've been trying to call people, but I've been seeming to get nowhere. Right. Um. Well. Um. Story of my life. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Not a lot of people know you. Uh, you're a good guy. You're a friendly guy, but you're not a super outgoing dude, as you know. So it's tough when you're, you know, going to the races and just kind of doing your job. People, you know. Yeah. yeah I'm a more of a quiet type. I don't really. I don't cause too much trouble, but. uh yeah, I'm just I'm just a quiet kid that goes out there and does my job. I, I call Blos non-confrontational dude. Yeah, he does not get into the mix. He doesn't buy into people's bullshit. He just all he wants to do is ride his dirt bike. That's but, it. but that hurts him sometimes. And play and play golf. Oh, yeah, I'm an amateur golfer. <laughs> well, you might want to be a pro I, golfer with the money those guys make. You just keep working. I on know. That. That's what I'm thinking. I think I'm just needing to go full time in golfing. Right. I'm still. Even though if I suck, I probably still make more than I do racing. I did get an email about somebody looking for racers for the German Supercross series uh, this uh, fall. If you're into that, below, so I can maybe hook that up for you. But I don't know. That's a ways away now. I was. I got a call too from some people from uh, Thailand. They're looking uh-huh. for some summer racers. I got a Thailand. call from a guy from Congo. Con- yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, so they're looking for some. Where's that at? Hey, Mathis. What? what? What's this? What's this thing that you're talking about on Twitter, how you're four-time champ or whatever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that guy, uh, I'm a four-time Manitoba champion. Um, <laughs> I have plaques and everything to show to prove it if you need a photo. And a uh, hockey player. I just seen yeah. that today. I've been here and, probably 200 times. It's the first time I noticed uh, Mathis played hockey. Yeah. Um, 
Um, so that guy that was Twittering you uh, is from my home province, which, you know, I'm yeah. from Canada. So, um, yeah, no, I'm a four-time champion. Um, just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> just throw it and, out there. And, you know, an amateur, like the Canadian Loretta Lynn's, uh, we, have yeah. a, we have a Loretta Lynn's of Canada. I won the 500B class in that. So 500? Yeah, so suck on that, 500B. Blow strides a 500. Yeah, I saw that one. That's they a, vibrate way too much. That worked well at Mammoth. I think it vibrated because it didn't have the, it didn't have the right <laughs> aluminum frame. You know, it's yeah. steel chassis. They're probably a little the, bit the funny thing about you Mammoth last year. Blows Watson was blowing that up for a while because it and it seemed really cool. And then when he got back, it was like, "How was Blows? Oh, dude, he didn't want to race. I think scared him. <laughs> hey, I got I got passed up the uphill by Ryan Hughes on his two fifty. How's that even possible up at Mammoth on a and you're on a 500? How's that even? I don't know, but I even made sure I railed the turn big time, and I still <laughs> got pulled. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that. That seems a little sketchy. Maybe did Watson build it and put a 250 motor in there? Yeah. Was it really a 500 bike? No, it was a 500. Right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, definitely 500. Um, I guess. Uh, how's the team? I know you haven't been racing there that that much, but. How's the team? How's everything going on on the team? You've been happy with it. Uh, everything's going well. I mean, you got super super mechanic donk for a while. Hey, speaking of mechanics, yeah. are, do you have uh, is Geep going to come out and do the last two with you? Yeah, he's going to do the last two. Nice, nice, nice. Donk nice. staying with Sipes. I guess so. Yeah. Does, does Donk know this? Yeah, no. Um, I think so. I thought Donk claimed he was back with Blows. Okay, oh. all right. Um, but uh, anyway, so how, talk about the team a little bit. Yeah, it seems good. Um, it's it's like you guys know it's a smaller profile team, but they still have good equipment, and you know it's it's ran pretty good, and you know I, I have no complaints. Um, and then of course being teammates with Nick Way is always comedy. As, oh, always. Yeah, as we know. Uh, that. The guy is just nonstop hilarious, even at the races. Like the autograph line doesn't matter. Yeah. And jokes all day long. Yeah, he signed my shirt this weekend. I was just standing there, and he just got up, signed my shirt, and then sat down and kept signing for kids and stuff and for for ladies. And he has a sweet vest. He's make... out of control. Yeah. You got to rock that vest. Why Why haven't we seen that? Me rocking the vest? Yeah. Get on the team, the mafia team. You got you to gotta talk to Nick Way about that. I've been trying to get tank tops <laughs> for Phoenix, and I still haven't gotten them. Oh, yeah, we got to get. We gotta ask Way. That. Yeah. Why, why is he why is he stiff in you? Starting to get starting to get hot in Phoenix. Yeah. Not liking wearing t shirts. No doubt. Uh well hey Chris, uh, uh thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh we got our next guest coming yep. up and uh and good luck in the next two. And hopefully Watson's uh outdoor thing comes true. That'd be cool. But uh you yeah. gotta get you gotta get racing, yeah, definitely. We'll see what he has to say. Hey, yeah. I already texted you, so text me back. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Chris. Later, bud. See you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, everybody. That was Chris Blose of the uh, Motorsport.com, foremost insurance uh, Kawasaki Tie Loop team. Uh, hey, let's do some tickets to Endurocross. Endurocross Friday night before Las Vegas. None of us can go though because we have a show on Friday night. Tits. Right. There's a show here. Yeah. Pulp Max Vegas show. I'll be here. I'm lining up guests as we speak. Sweet. Have a good time. Watson, you will not be here for the third consecutive year. I won't. Pookie. Lining up. Did somebody say lining up? Lining him up. How was your Seattle? Good. What do you want to do, Tits? Fifth caller again? Tenth caller? 
Not five. You want to make fifth, 50, no. 58 caller? <laughs> let's make them work. Let, hey, let's, we let's, will literally be here the entire night. If you hey, let's give do. let's let's do something for Ryan Bell Puddle to the second caller, number two. Okay, second caller starting right now. Now, now wins out. Uh, tickets to Enduro Cross. Two now. tickets to Enduro call Cross. Now. Oh, the, dude, look at the boards are lighting up. You better hurry up and call. At, well, it's Whoa. already too late if it's the second caller. <laughs> Whoa, dude, so, they're really lit up. Uh, it's, Whoa, it's at the, Jesus, look it up. There's, there goes up. Um. It's at the Orleans Arena. <laughs> Thank you to Eric Pernard <laughs> for the tickets. And if you've never been to Enduro Cross, you should oh. check. You should check it out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that is my car. I, I just I gotta give the, I gotta talk a promo first. You gotta get the plug in. Well, bro. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, um, they pay us a lot of money. Well, yeah. they don't pay us any money, but we like Eric Pernard. We do. Speak for yourself. Wow. Uh, Who knew? Enduro Cross, where me and Tits first met years and years ago. <laughs> Who can it, forget? It was right. a magical evening. Who can forget? Hey, we're coming up right away with Mike Genova of Moto Concepts Racing. He's going to be on. We're going to do the tweet at Tits segment. Uh, we do have some voicemails. Let me read a let me read an email right now, real quick, Kenny. Um. Hey, Steve, uh, when someone like Ryan Villapoto clinches the championship prior to the end of the season, is he still eligible for race win bonuses? As always, love the show. Keep up the great work. I met Kenny on Saturday, which was great. Love that angry guy, Doug. Hey, Doug, thanks for the email. And, yeah, why wouldn't he be eligible for race bonus wins? He's uh, absolutely uh, still winning it. So, uh, Mike sent an email. Hey, Mathis, who did the interview with Dean Wilson? I like him, but he is on drugs. First off, he hit the panic button in his head on lap two with 18 laps and two full races left. Not sure why. Second, you can't muscle a big rider around like Eli. Eli Tomac is a big rider? <laughs> sure. Uh, mistake number two, 30, should have checked up and not did a Stewart and run full speed into Eli. And finally, he, fi and finally, he thinks it's his fault. Holy shit, this dude is on drugs. He hit, he hit Eli not once but twice and off the track, and he wants Eli to apologize. That is funny. For a guy who's been a pro for a while, you sure did panic for no reason. As you would say, it's racing, but the way he thinks is bizarre. Uh, Mike, thanks for the email, Mike. Um, I'm not sure I totally agree with your email about Dean Wilson being on drugs, <laughs> but we have discussed the uh, the racing incident, and, yeah, it seemed like uh, Dino uh, overreacted a little bit, and uh, Tomac uh, and him had a good and hard race, and, yeah, that's good. So we're giving away those Enduro Cross tickets. We're going to come up with Mike Genova. Um, Pookie, are you uh, you were in Seattle. You're gonna, you going to Salt Lake? gave you that option uh no i'm not gonna go to salt lake are you gonna go to vegas i am gonna go to vegas you're gonna go to vegas you're gonna make a trip yeah it's gonna be six super crosses for me this year I'm killing it yeah it was half the season bro right hey bro, bro maybe you should sit there and watch the race instead of painting your fingernails oh oh <laughs> my fingernails are in a very delicate state right now they need a lot of care believe me so. when, when chad reed was up there watching practice with us <laughs> she was paying full attention no look at the twitter <laughs> she's cool. she's posing for the camera with her fingernails so and chad reed's watching practice you can see chad in the background she had her back to chad reed yeah mike off bro nobody cares they're still calling <laughs> no i'm telling him to stop calling whoever's oh. online yeah stop calling keep, everybody keep okay. up on him stop calling everybody we got our winner who is it we can, am i we allowed can... to say his first and last name uh or? sure yeah enduro cross winner ticket winner okay who is it? uh hunter hutchison all right hunter and he's going to be in vegas for the i enduro made cross. sure i said you will be here and he said yes i will <laughs> all right hunter's going to the enduro cross and he is not listening to the pulp of mech show las vegas show because we're doing it at the same time. Yeah, but you know what he can do? What? It'd be hardcore if he streamed it while he was at the race. He could do that. He could stream it to his iPhone. Do you know what or... streaming is, Kenny? <laughs> streaming? Yeah. Yeah, it's a stream that goes in the back of a condo, right? <laughs> streaming? No, it means you could listen to it when it's live off of a, like a phone. phone or a freaking something. Who's coming a for mobile device. Hey, so can't, can't let that out yet. Oh. Hey, so like I was telling you, you could go to iTunes and download it. And you could listen to it on iTunes. Any show that you miss. 
There's yeah, like, but not during the Enduro Cross because we'll be doing it live on the show. No, yes, but I'm saying you can yeah. go back and listen to it after. Hey, let's uh, let's get our next guest on, and that would be the Moto Concepts owner Mike Genova. Thanks to Eric Pinar and the Enduro Cross guys for hooking it up. They want Kenny and I to maybe do a lap around the Enduro Cross track uh, on bikes. Um, really? When th- Friday night? No, uh, at some point we, we may do this and get they, it. Hey, how about how about we do a lap around the track at Bercy so they pay for us to go to Bercy? <laughs> You'd go to Bercy. I'll go to Bercy if they pay for it. If I get a first first class plane ticket, Europe doesn't like Kenny Watson. It would uh, have to be first class. It'd have to be first class. So it's the only way I'll fly. To I thought Europe. he couldn't leave the country. I think I, he's good now. I'm good oh. now. Yeah. Oh, but okay. I ain't going to. I'm not going to Europe and sitting in Roach. Right. No way. But I will sit <laughs> okay. in first class. I will go. And I, I can tell you without a doubt, there's no chance you're going to get a first. Then, class then I'm ticket. not going. That's I have no. I'm not going to go there and be uncomfortable. I'll sit in Roach. I'll go. <laughs> Let's you can't do go. it. You can't go, bro. I took you to Europe. I've been once. there. I saw the stadium with the grass. I'll, I'll give her my ticket. She can have it. That's how much I care. I mean, I love Eric. He's a great dude. And, you know, Xavier, those are good dudes, but I have no. Xavier. Like, I could go to Holland. I do like your Xavier story. That's awesome. I could go to Holland in Amsterdam with Ivan over the summer to go do this, this big race. And Ivan's like, first class tickets the whole bit. And I'm like, dude, I really don't have any interest in even going there. The race that Haney did, yeah. Oh God, yeah. It's like a huge music festival. Yeah. Metallica's playing. Right, right. Van Halen's playing. No, Van Halen's not playing. Okay. <laughs> and even if they were, if they weren't, if they're not with Sammy Hagar, they're not Van Halen. They're a sucky band. <laughs> so uh, let's get our next guest on the line. Uh, he's there, Moto Concepts team owner, and the man who got Kenny Watson's vote for Team of the Year, Mike Genova. Mike, what's up? Thanks for coming on. Hey guys, how are you? You're welcome. Um, it's my pleasure. Um, yeah, thank you. And like I said, uh, uh, Watson got the uh, Feld Motorsports voting, and he says he checked Moto Concepts. I did. Racing. Yeah, I did. So you have one vote wow. for Team of the Year. I I did. Wow. I certainly did. Like I I mean, I'll give credit when credits due. And hey, I think most improved team and an awesome program. I mean, I could remember when you guys first started, and I think everyone, you know, I think everyone's it's been a learning curve and. Just not our team at Hart Nineteen, but your team too. I think we've all elevated, and you're, you guys are doing an awesome job. No matter you know what what anyone says, I'm not agree. I'm not going to agree on some of the stuff that goes on, but overall, as a team structure, I think you guys do a good job. Well, tell me what you know. What's going on, so I can get clued in? Because I thought everything was good. No, we're good. No, we're <laughs> no. I I have no problem. We're totally good. I have no, no problem I, with anything. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, some, some stuff going on on the backside, like mechanics in hotel rooms or riders or anybody having like wild parties or something that happens um, that I don't know about. Well, if it's uh, parties, it's, no, we're talking it's about H. We're talking about. Are you talking about the H and H team or your team? Because that's <laughs> well, stuff that that's um, any of them, but in particular mine. No, I no, put the figure of me. No, and myself, dude. Like no, 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 dude. I have a problem if my mechanics don't invite me to those parties, then they get fired. <laughs> like that's my biggest um, thing. No, hey, I'm just kidding. Mike, uh, I got a problem if you don't invite me, Kenny. <laughs> oh, there you go. I didn't know you want to take part, but hey, we're, Mike, we're uh, are you happy with the year? Uh, Jake Cannon is doing great. I think Mike Alessi has probably exceeded expectations and and has been really good. Might have made the box a couple times. Have been right there. Uh, how's the year going as a whole? Are you happy with it? You know, I'm very happy. Uh, you, you know, again, Kenny, thank you for recognizing. Um, you're there every week. You see what it takes to do that. And, you know, it's a ton of work, it's a ton of focus, and some luck. And, uh, you know, keeping all these guys uh, reeled in is, is not easy, as we all know. So, 
Uh, thanks for recognizing that. Yeah, I'm real happy. You know, I mean, Jake has uh, surprised a lot of people. We kind of pulled that one. We were kind of betting on that. That isn't that much of a surprise to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of thinking we had, you know, the speed and hopefully a little bit more maturity uh, to to kind of excel. And so uh, that that we were actually um, not that surprised. However, uh, we weren't. Uh, we were surprised, I guess, that he would. You know, he would give the likes of uh, rocks or somebody like that um, some trouble on given nights. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we knew he'd be up there, but we didn't know that tough. Um, you know, and then Mike, Mike, I'm just so, so, so proud of Mike and and how hard. Of course, everybody knows how hard he works and committed he is, and and you know, he's just a good, good kid. And it's unfortunate he's done some things to earn some of his reputation, but. Uh, what 16 and 17 year old kids hasn't and you know it's, he's just been a great pleasure to work with and you know we i i if you can believe it i i coach the kid a lot on how to think in life and transfer that to racing and the racetrack and um you know maybe some of that's helped and mm-hmm. you know i try to bring some calmness um keep as you guys know, keeping Tony calm sometimes can uh, be a challenge. But, uh, you know, Tony's actually just growing a lot, too, just being with our team. You know, we've been able to kind of, you know, uh, have a little bit of say, if you will. You know, he doesn't have full say like some people think, but he's got a lot. And uh, I, 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 I became pretty good friends with Tony. And believe it or not, we haven't really had a, a, a problem all year. Uh but uh, it's been really smooth sailing. Our team is uh, in good position uh, as a team, man. You know, I'm kind of taking over his manager role also, and and uh, that's that's um, that's helped things smooth out. And no knock to any of the past managers I've had, but you know, some of those guys are great at setting up bikes and doing this and doing that. But when it comes to managing people and emotions and egos and that kind of stuff. I've been doing that for a while, and that's what I do all day, every day. And so I try to bring that to the race side. So I let those guys just go do what they want to do. So, um, yeah, I'm interested in in uh, in hearing your your top your thoughts on this. Uh, obviously, for people who don't know, you know, you don't get any OEM support. You have uh, 250F guys are on Hondas, the 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 450 guys are on Suzukis, and you're you know you're basically saying, hey, this is my team, and you know we're branding with Moto Concepts Racing, and it's a unique approach in our sport, but. What I'm interested in is, have you talked to other owners, other people who have said, I want to do that, or I think you're crazy, or, you know, how's it going? Like, how's it been the reaction to the setup of your program with other team owners? Well, um, you know, I'm, I kind of changed a little bit of how I think about the sport as a race community or industry. Uh, Kenny Watson has, has taught me to realize just – That's right. That's right, Mike. Everybody get F, you know, everybody get effed, and um, uh-huh. you know what? I'm going to race it. And I'm going to race him with help, without help. And the day I decide I don't want to go race anymore, I won't go racing. And yeah. uh, it, this isn't rocket science, in my opinion, and this isn't, uh, you know, solving world hunger. It's motorcycle racing, and I, uh, I'm not going to have to – I'm not going to overcomplicate it. So mm-hmm. I've talked to a couple of the owners, um, and everybody – Unfortunately, this industry is very much, um, if you will, dependent or, uh, you know, bowing down, I guess, to the certain powers of the industry. And, um, you know, fortunately, I'm 53 years old and I've made my own success. So 
Um, I tried to do that. I tried to be politically correct. I tried to be the nice guy. I tried to make my trailer blue and, and put Yamaha over it. And, <laughs> you know, it, I got nothing for it. So now it's time to say, okay, I'm going racing, just like we were when we were kids or we had kids or whatever. And, and um, you know, there's, in my opinion, there's really no money out there to be had. And what money there is out there isn't coming from uh, blue, yellow, orange, green, whatever. So, and at least that's been the case for my team. And, and uh, you know, that's just disheartening and discouraging, but it is what it is. So I've mm-hmm. talked to a couple of different owners. Uh, Chad Reed and I talked about this um, as recently as last week in New Orleans. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to change the sport, to be honest with you. I don't know how long I'm going to race. I might race for another year or another 10 years. But my opinion is the sport needs to unify. And, uh, you know, just like the NFL, the teams own the they own the league. And I don't know if we're ever going to own the Feld League, if you will. But uh, until, you know, if revenue sharing doesn't take place somehow for these teams, we can't stay in business. I can't run a semi on the amount of money that a clothing manufacturer wants hmm. to give me. And so... And, and all the uh, all the stuff that goes with the semi, including riders, mechanics, hotel rooms, and, and equipment, you right. know. Right. So I'd I'd like to really band together and say, how do we put twenty teams together and make this actually a league? And I'm not really saying union. I'm not afraid to, but I. Yeah. And once the once the team owners have a portion of the league then we're in a position where we can pay the riders the money that they deserve. You know, there's two, three guys, as you know, that are making a lot of dough, and after that, it drops off really quickly. And hey, Mike, have you – have you? Uh, do you know who Rob Deerdick is? Have you ever heard of Rob Deerdick? Rob Deerdick was a professional skateboarder for a long time. He's the guy that, you know, uh, Robin Big is an MTV show, huge. He has a TV show. Well, right. that's what the skateboarding community has done now. He has stepped out of his box – and went and it was over the whole skateboarding industry. Like it's kind of like the same situation we're in right now. And went out and started a thing called the Skate League, where the athletes own part of it, and it's all the same guys, the same judges, the same deal. And what they do is they don't have an X Games, they don't have a Gravity Games, and it's the highest purse in any skate contest. And there's like right now, last year there was four stops. They have a good TV package, they have good sponsorship, and all that money is going back to the athletes. So. They have a clothing brand behind it. They have so much stuff behind it. So, like, you know, let's say, like, for for our sport, um, let's say some guy buys a Chad Reed T-shirt. Well, Chad Reed gets the whole all of that revenue of $3 or whatever it is per T-shirt. Well, what they would do is instead of saying, hey, Chad Reed sold one shirt, they would get split up between everybody, just like MLB, baseball, or NFL. NFL uh, it, it doesn't I mean, matter. Like, in, in, in baseball, if you know, like – like you see a hat that has anything or a t-shirt or anything with the major league uh, logo on it. Each ath- each um, athlete, team. team, each athlete, not each team, each player in the baseball gets a portion of that. So they'll say, they'll, they'll say, okay, there's 630 major league baseball players. Our gra- our gross revenue for new era hats was $85 million. We did another, you know, 60 million in baseball jerseys. And they divide that, and each player gets a check at the end of the season for everything sold. It's called revenue sharing. And, That's what it's called. Um, it's happening in really every sport but ours. And, 
And, uh, you know, I'll probably not have a very good parking spot after this radio uh, <laughs> interview um, next week in Salt Lake. But I don't care. I got a pretty good couple of riders, and we'll go out there and race. And, and so it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to win the politics anymore. I well, like racing. They, I like the sport. They can't jack they you. You're in points. They're not, they can't. I mean, if they do, just go, hey, they park by points. That's what it says in the rule book. So you have a, something to fight back on. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll get your back. I'll go to war. We'll go but, shoulder to shoulder and fight them off. Who would ever thought you and I were partners in crime? Oh, wait a minute. Hey, we might be. Um, you never know. Yeah, it uh, it's an interesting take, Mike, and, and I and I think you. I you like deserve, your idea. You deserve to be respected for the amount of money you're pouring into the sport, and I Heck I yeah. do like the fact because I'm friends with the OEM guys, and I like the OEM guys, but a lot of times they're you know they're like, hey, we don't care about you. We have our team, and and so you're saying, okay, no problem. I understand. But guess what? I'm not racing for you. I mean, I need to, I need to buy one of your bikes because that's that's what I need to do to race. But I, other than that, I'm going racing. And if you don't pay me, you're not coming on the team. And, and that's I think if more teams did that, maybe there would be some more benefits down the road. Well, you know, Steve, you're right. But it's, you know, it's not just about the OEMs. The OEMs are struggling, you know, financially. Right. They just don't have a bunch of money to spill around. But that's really not where the problem is. You know, I mean, professional sports has got a lot of money in it. Look at the X Games. I mean, they, you know, what, 80, you know, they got, what, 80 million viewerships and all that. So we've got to really take a step back and look at what's wrong with the sport and, and who's promoting and how it's being promoted. And, mm-hmm. you know, those guys are great promoters. And, power to them god bless them but they're putting all the dough in their pocket and at some point at some point the elephants aren't going to be fed enough peanuts to make it to the circus and uh, that's where we're at and you know if if, if if it doesn't become a better tv commodity uh we're you know i mean again we there's a lot of money to be had out there I mean, if you interjected $20 million worth of total sponsorship into, the, into our industry, the sport would change. And, and, and $20 million in worldwide sponsorship is virtually nothing. And so we got to ask ourselves, why is the world not investing in one of the coolest sports? Fairly well watched, obviously, uh, sports in the, in the world. And it's because it's being done wrong. I think, and, I think you know what, I think to point the fingers and – I, I, I'm not taking their side by any means because I think there's uh, a lot of issues to have. Um, I could speak for our team, the Hart and Huntington program, and that's something that we've had done, Mike, that another team, other team hasn't, is went outside the box and got those corporate sponsors. And saying that, that's, I think, me being around as long as I have. I, want, I agree with you. The OEMs, the industry is not able to fund a race program like yours and like you know mine and everybody else's with the semi trucks and riders and mechanics and truck drivers it has we ha- we all together have to go outside the box and build this thing we're not going to get any help and i think there has to be a platform that we all work off of on how to market the, them the correct way but saying that our hands are tied because we only can do so much inside that paddock you can't pr- you can't market and you cannot promote the correct way because of other things that are going on with, you know, Felds and Feld sponsors. And if you have an automo- automobile sponsor, they have an automobile sponsor. You only can do so right. much. If you have an energy drink sponsor, they have an energy drink sponsor. You can't do it. So saying that, I think there has to be guidelines where each team goes outside and does market and does get that sponsor and gets corporate America and the world, like you're saying, involved. Because I definitely, 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 it can work. It, I mean – 
at, at a low level, we do it. And if every other team did what we had to do, and I know I'm not saying what we do is the best or it's the worst or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying what works for us is going to work for you because I know damn well you don't like that music blaring all day, and a lot of people don't. So, hey, you know what? I think hey, Kenny, all... if you're bringing in money, I really like what you're doing opposed to what we're doing. <laughs> well, I, if I if I told you the numbers we brought in, you'd probably shit your pants. Uh, well, no, I, you know, I've, I've, I've heard some success. But, you know, the problem with it is, Kenny, is, is that, is, in, in my opinion, is it's, it's, it's one thing, you know, you are, um, you know, uh, a guy that can probably go out there and generate some excitement and some revenue, but... But uh, sponsorship dollars, but you know, it's, it's keeping it, and that's what that's what we've struggled as an industry. And so, my only my only point to this is, and it's not self-serving in any shape or form. It's it's to say I care about motocross supercross, and if we don't change the model, there are teams. My team, uh, you know, thank God I I I, I still have a my, there's still some money left in my piggy bank, not much, but you know, but it's teams like mine, Chad Reed, you know how Chad. That's not winning. Uh, the list, not on the financial side. I mean, there's a lot of big, good teams out there that are really not operating at a, anywhere close to a break-even or a profit. That that business model doesn't hold water in real world. Yeah, I agree. And I, I agree 100. percent So the thing that I um, I, yeah, so yeah, sorry about getting on the business side. I know this is no, the motorcycle no racing. No, no, I like I like talking yeah. about the thing that I. And I like all the Supercross guys. They've done a great job. I was I was on a mechanic on the circuit. When, oh, you were when it you, was. You, we we know you were a mechanic. You were no, a factory Yamaha mechanic. When it, I was on a circuit before the guys came around and it was not run well. And the Feld guys have come in Feld slash Live Nation slash Clear Channel. They've done a great job. My comeback to to anyone who says that they're not making money is that they were sold to Feld for over two hundred million dollars, which it which included the monster trucks. So, you know, the Monster Truck Series is a separate deal and the Arena Cross Series and the Supercross Series. But if they're sold to fell for $200 million, somebody's making that a lot of money. And I don't begrudge them. This is business. This is America. You can make as much money as you want. But it would be nice to see a little bit of improvement here and there towards teams like yourself. I, I, well, I mean, you know, look at NASCAR. They can sell T-shirts there. They get paid. Um, the teams make a lot of you – know, get some return on doing well that day, and the list goes on. And it's just – you know, we are self-reliant on getting our own sponsors, and if there's those sponsors there, are great. If they're not, we're we're in a tough position. But anyway, let's talk yeah. racing. Let's 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 talk. All right, let's talk a little racing. Let's talk about this weekend. Let's talk about what was going on with that number seven bike under your tent. Yeah, well, let's let's talk a little bit about that. Um, honestly, Mike, uh, JGR guy's not happy. A little pissed at you for doing that. Um, uh, I, I, some people thought it was awesome. You got your team a lot of attention. Talk about that decision if you do it again, uh, if there's any fallout from it, and uh, and all that. Well, you know, I don't. I really, honestly, try not to throw stones in life, let alone my race community. I'm trying to make the race community look good as the best I can. But you know, JGR is is a great group of guys. I I think they're actually some of the nicest guys. But I think they're under some pressure to do. You know, they've got a lot of big decisions they've made over the last call it year or whatever, mm-hmm. and I think. I think that they've just kind of gotten themselves in, in, in a position where anything maybe sets them off. And, you know, they pulled some stuff on me. You know, I, you know they, they went after my rider, number 800, when they knew, when I, when I absolutely communicated to them mm-hmm. that that's not cool, that's, not, that's my guy, I got him under contract. And, 
you know, they, they tried to, you know, woo him away from me. Okay. And I, I asked him not to do that because I didn't think it was principled. So they don't really have a, a lot of leg to stand on, in my opinion. And I got no bones against anybody, but you know, truth is truth and right is right. And I had to work very hard to make 800 uh, realize that our program was going to do better for him than, than, than that program. And mm -hmm. And I guess I was kind of right. I think he's having a great year. You know, he's probably going to finish fifth or sixth. And a couple of opportunities that didn't go south on him, you know, he could have maybe been better. So I'm real happy with what Mike's done. But so back to the number something. You know, it's um, you know, there's a couple of different schools of thought on that. And, and it was it was a little bit of like, hey, you know. Uh, we hear he's out and available. So you can read between the lines of, hey, we're talking to him, which we are. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, hey, you know, we were going to put on their question mark up to the seven or <laughs> seven, um, you know, advertise here or not advertise right here. Right. Uh, you know, um, we're going to have some fun with it. And uh -huh. I, you know, I don't want to really, you know, let's put seven on there. And then we, you know, we were very connected with the Seahawks. Um, they rolled out the red carpet very nicely for our group and gave us, um, you know, uh, you know, a tour of their facility. And mm -hmm. we had some of those guys in our under our tents and an autograph. So we, you know, they've got a, a great player in, in number seven over there. So, um, you know, we just said, why not? And, uh, you know, if they put an 800 under their tent next week, I'm going to go power to you. Right, right. right. You know, so it's like, uh, you know, it's no surprise or no, no new news that James is, um, those guys are at odds, if you will. Mm -hmm. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, but James, we, everybody knows. So um, if James Stewart's available or uh, Ivan Tedesco or anybody else, um, you just know I might come and knock on their door and ask them <laughs> if they want to ride for my team. Oh, Ivan Tedesco. Uh, hey, I don't want to see a number nine bike under your tent in Vegas now. I, come on. <laughs> if, if, if it is, it's because um, he loves me more than you, and that's hard to imagine. <laughs> uh, you never know. Hey, let's, uh, let's, we got a call here. Kenny, you there? Yeah. Kenny, what's up? Thanks for listening to the show. What's the question for uh, Mike Genova or, or Watson or me? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to get uh, Mike's thoughts on Watson uh, kind of calling those guys out and Alessi running a big bore. You know, is are are you guys actually running a big bore or oh, I doubt? Yeah. I mean, I, Alessi's known for being a great starter, but Watson kind of called those guys out. I just want to get Mike's All thoughts right. on Th that. Thanks, Kenny. Oh. Hey, real quick, real quick, Kenny, before you, you go, um, did you listen to the show after I did that? Uh, did the you, following week? Yeah. Did you listen to the show the following week? I did not. Okay. Maybe you should go back and listen to the archives. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save you on that one, Kenny. Um, the reality is Michael Leslie weighs 152 pounds wet, and um, he can't handle the power we're giving him. And so we talked about cheating, and, and uh, we came up with the idea that ah, that probably won't work for a lot of reasons. So... No, all joking aside, you know, he, um, we don't, you know, Michael Lesson did, uh, well, back up, let me, let me, let me set the stage to, to Kenny's point is Kenny was very, um, you know, Kenny likes to stir the pot and that's what he's paid to do there and God bless him and, and, you know, God I step him. back now and ask myself, maybe I was a little hard on him because I responded, but Ken's just having fun and, and, and throwing stuff out there. And he should. That's what he's paid to do. But he also came up to me and apologized personally and said, I apologize for causing any grief. I didn't mean to. So he's been an upstanding 
competitor and, and gentleman to me in, in every which way um, since then. All right, there so, you go. There you go, Kenny. Thanks for calling. No problem, guys. All right. Thank you, Kenny, for, um, for trying hey, to get me in trouble. Mike, no, we're not uh, running big boars. Uh, Mike, do you have your outdoor lineup set yet? Do you, are you going with all the guys you have? Do you, do you know yet? Are you looking for ad guys? Um, what's what's the deal for outdoors? Well, we're still waiting for some phone calls from Florida. But other than that, um, <laughs> <laughs> now you know we we're still kind of up in the air. Um, we got a guy in in, in eight hundred. We think that. Uh, if the stars align, he gets some good starts and stays off the ground. Um, we coach him to do that and relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, with a break or two, he can buy for a championship, you know. And so um, we're pretty excited about that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Jake, we're going to see how well he does. You know, Jake is um, he's a very, very smooth rider. I don't know, maybe he's more suited for a 450, but we're going to see how well he can do on the 250. And so, What about Weeks? Um, is Weeks? Yep. Is Weeks in the program? You know, um, we haven't decided what we're doing with the other 250s. You know, it's 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 just it's a, a lot of it has to do with dollars and cents, and I'm not gonna mm -hmm. you know kid around with that. You know, I mean, as you know, taking a kid 12 races, people don't realize that it's probably somewhere between five and ten thousand a week for a racer. And uh, would you agree, Kenny? Uh, ballpark, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, by the time you start paying for equipment and, and mechanic the, the, flights yeah everything yeah it's a lot of dough and and so if you if you take a guy for five 12 races for for five thousand a week you know it's fifty sixty thousand dollars and you know i get a kick out of reading those you know the blogs and stuff and they talk about you know salaries and stuff and you know in all honesty the salaries is the easy part about picking or you know having racers it's uh and they don't understand that the mechanic basically costs you a hundred thousand a year between travel and the list goes on. So if you got four mechanics, there's four or five hundred thousand bucks right mm -hmm. there. And it's it's the stuff that people don't you know, I was guilty of it too before I got into racing, you know. But uh you know all about it, guys. On, on, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know Mike, but Steve was a factory Yamaha mechanic back in the day. And factory KTM. Yeah. And he worked for and, his factory and, mechanic. And, and factory KTM. He sounded like this other guy that does this other show on another radio station. I He's know probably everything. still living on their, their uh, IRA account, too, that oh, they probably you know. paid him very well. Oh, you know it. You know it for sure. <laughs> um, hey, um, so let's let's get to the bottom of this, Mike. How much longer can you do you want to? Can you go racing with the model you have? Um, and are you looking to get, you know, are OEM support? Does it make it harder doing what you're doing? But how much longer do you think you can keep doing this? Um, I've been blessed with a building, a business that actually um, makes money. Yeah. Um, we don't, we don't print it. We, we just have a nice business, and um, you know, I, I, so I pour a lot of my own personal money into it. But right. you know, it's not really an issue of how long, how much longer I can, but how much longer I'm willing to choose to do it. And right. you know, we're slated for another couple of years anyway. I, you know, I want to have some fun with it too. I mean, why else would really right. any of us do this right and it's to make a living of course which i'm not doing i'm doing the opposite but also <laughs> to have some fun with it and if the fellows of the world or other powers and again i don't mean to pick on salt but they just you know they don't in my opinion they don't get it you know we're we're the paid athletes we're the athletes and we're paying to be there and then on top of it they remind us all the time about that you know and i get kind of bitter with it and i and i wish they would kind of reach out to the teams and say, 
you know, and, and I, I'll give the Coons family and group a lot of credit for that. They're, they are very good at saying, without you guys, we don't have a race. And so we appreciate you being here. Mm-hmm. Then they send you a bill. But anyway, <laughs> you know, but at least they're nice about it. So we can go probably forever, assuming that, you know, this guy doesn't fall in the world economy. But, right. yeah. um, you know, I, I, I wasn't intending to self-fund my race team forever when I got into this. And unfortunately, I got into a time where, Self-funding, uh, not just for my team, but for a lot of them, is the motive, mo- modus of upper end die. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I ask you a question? Let's say uh, things did work out with the number seven under your tent. Do you think that that's going to bring more revenue to your team, or you're going to be able to go outside the box and say, I got James Stewart, and I'm going to go out and solicit you know, a couple million dollars or a million dollars because you have that guy? Do you think that could be an asset for you? Or do you think you're going to have to dump more money into it to make him happy and give him what he needs? Um, because I don't think that really worked out for JGR too well when they thought they were going to bring him in and, and go get more sponsors. They they it cost I think it costs them more money because they've lost they lost sponsors because he brings sponsors with him to the table. It's personal. Well, it's funny you say all that, Kenny. I mean, I I I I'm a business guy, and so I have to know how to make uh, money and and in business. And I saw that whole. Uh, challenge from the get-go. James and I have been talking since uh, literally um, September of last year. He, he sent me a text and said, Mike, I just uh, I just had a dream I was riding for you. Well, I reached out to him first and said, we're a team that can plug, you can plug your program into us, and it doesn't hurt us, uh, and we don't hurt you if you owe other sponsors. And so he responded back about three weeks later. It was funny. I was sleeping, and the phone you know, my phone went off, and it was him texting me saying, I just had a dream I was riding through your team. And so he and I talked, you know, very, you know, in some pretty deep discussions. And he had opted to go with his Yamaha program with JGR. And, and uh, but uh, in answer to your question, Kenny, is, um, no, I don't, I don't necessarily know or think that I can go and just grab a bunch of money. You know, as you know, if, if James comes to a team, he does bring sponsors, but James likes to make the money from it. And, you know, it's a good gig if you can get it, and he has been able to get it, but that's that doesn't necessarily work. So if we were to join forces in any way, it would might be some form of actual partnership, and that's what I, I actually uh, presented to him last fall was you know, I have a – product company that makes products and maybe you can be use your celebrity to help us bring products to market successfully and he does have a desire to own his own race team i have the platform and infrastructure of a race team and um, maybe there's some form of partnership that can work and then again maybe not so interesting uh, so are you willing to dig deep in the pockets this summer if he decides he wants to go race outdoor nationals? No. Yeah, okay. I'm willing to say um, that when you buy your first, when you, when you, you know, it's kind of like, so how about sweat equity? Can we term it that way? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm willing to consider and talk about that. He might scoff at that, laugh at me, and, and I don't. maybe I wouldn't even blame him, but that's really what we got. Uh, to consider on our program is maybe a little sweat equity, and we'll see if that can grow into something. You know, obviously on the front end, we would structure it right, but 
how that could grow into something for him in 2013 and beyond. Um, hey, Mike, uh, uh, you know, if you, you're doing the team managing right now for your team, but let's say, you know, you get a little tired of that. You want to take some weekends off. You want to uh, uh, maybe step back a bit. Would you hire Kenny Watson to run the program? If, you know, let's say him and Hart break up. You can be honest. It won't hurt my feelings either way. I mean, would you make him put sleeves on? Would that be the first thing? But he doesn't understand that. You know, no, no. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of um, how to articulate it. But I don't know. It's really weird you asking that because I actually thought about that today. Whoa. <laughs> I think Kenny is one of the most capable guys um, by nature in 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 that pit. I don't think one of the things that I think's wrong with the paddock is it's it's chock full of robots. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm not one, and I know I know. I know he is, and also, and I respect that. Um, he's kind of a robot that can probably knock your head off. You know, kind of like those, you know, rock and box guys. You know, when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just your head goes flying off. Right, but, right, uh, right. but you know, that can be that can be. I, I've dealt with that a lot in business, and some of that stuff can be harnessed a little bit. So, in answer to your question, um, uh, I would hire Kenny in terms of his abilities in a heartbeat. Um, he would have to make some pledges to me that says he's going to have to keep being, you know, I'm kind of a strict guy. I, I believe in living right and doing right equals mm-hmm. right. So yeah. pledges, Kenny pledges. I've what I just, yeah, well, I had, I have to have those pledges here where I'm at now. And then I've had pledges that month when I worked for Plano Honda, I worked for a very, very strict guy. And this guy named Steve Wagner, um, that had a Honda team and he was Mr. Corporate tucked the shirt in pulled the pants up to the belly button and said, Hey, listen, you know, this, these, these, this is your protocol. And if you, if you overstep your boundaries and you don't do what you need to do, you'll be fired in a second. And, uh, He's got glasses now, Mike. He looks smarter. Like, hey, 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 hey. Let me just make sure that, Kenny, you understand I wasn't implying otherwise. So forgive me if it came across that way. <laughs> no, I just, no, no, no. You know, I mean, you've got a reputation. Um, oh, and did I, I get you know, it? Hey, and so on. Ever? And, and some of that, again, I kind of like. You know, I do too. But the yeah. reality is I just I worry about what's down deep. Hey, um, you know what? You know what, Mike? The bottom line is, you know, I, that's why, you know, I've learned to respect your program and yourself and, and – not judge a book by its cover. And, you know, I am the first one to say that I agree with you. That's not for myself, but, you know, every team, every team manager, every, you know, mechanic, they all think that they have to, there's a protocol that they have to be a certain way to make it in this industry. And, I mean, like you said at the beginning of the call, we're racing dirt bikes, okay? Dirt bikes. We're not brain surgeons here. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're racing dirt bikes. And you know what? That's what we do. At the end of the day. Uh, well said. Um, thanks, Mike, for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, always a good talk. I, I like talking to you uh, either on or off the record, um, you know, on these shows, podcasts, or even at the races. Always interesting to uh, to get your take on things and uh, an interesting guy, I think. So, yeah. No yeah, number th- nine bike no. under your tent, please. <laughs> no number nine, please. Uh, um, no, I, I'd be honest with you and tell you if we were going after him, you'd be the first one to for me to come out and talk to you. So, um, you know, again, guys, thank you because – the reason why I enjoy this so much is it just, you know, in our sport, we don't get much platform to chat, you know, or to talk or express or, uh, you know, defend or define, you know. And mm-hmm. so this is a great opportunity for me to say um, how what we're doing, what we're up to, because it you know, gets misconstrued sometimes. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. For no the problem. No problem, Mike. Have a good night, bud. All right. Thank you. All right. Take Thanks, care. guys. Take All care. Right. Mike Genova, everybody, the owner of Moto Concepts Racing. Who, I like uh, this theory, dude, about the league. Good luck. I know.
Good luck with that. Um, uh, again, I like the guys from Feld. They're good guys. I, 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 I mean, I do believe they need to give back more to the teams and the riders. But, uh, you know, there's also that saying about, like, you can never give enough. Like, what they're doing now is great. They, Let me ask they you a question. How much, purse, how, much money, money. how much money do you think I, that – no, full, let me finish. Okay. How much money do you think is is rev, like how much revenue they make just off of entries no and idea. license well, and all that there's crap? there's the AMA. AMA should be getting entries and licensing fees. But the AMA is a shell of their former self, so we don't really know. So why wouldn't Feld write a check to them for all the licensing yeah, yeah. And, and, cover, and let the riders – No, if they can, you know, and – you know, you don't really know what's going on with the yeah, financial yeah, yeah. end of things. And also, here's my point. No matter what Feld does, and they've done a lot, people are going to say, give more. Yeah, yeah. Give more. They're, 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 so Feld's, Feld's, where does it stop? Feld, I agree. Feld's, their backs to the wall. And, yeah. uh, but having said that, uh, yeah, I, I think there should be some more of, uh, hey, guys, let's all get in this, you know, for one and for all. But um, Tits, uh, Endurocross ticket winner, cannot go. Don't know why he called in. Didn't didn't realize he had a yeah, prior know. engagement. I don't know. We're giving away again. Endurocross, Friday night. Fifth caller right now. Right Call now. Call in. Fifth caller. Goes to Endurocross Friday night before Las Vegas Supercross. You have to go. Please check your schedules beforehand. Don't be like, is it Mark? Hunter. Hunter. Like I said, close. Um, and uh, let's do uh, BTOsports.com. JGR Team Spec FMF Factory Tie 4.1. RCT exhaust uh, now for sale. The exact same specs as the JGR and the BBMX team. Only available for Yamahas or Suzuki's and only uh, available at btosports.com. So check them out. Look into that exhaust if you have one of those bikes. They got a cool carbon fiber canister tip. They uh, got specially tuned for that bike. They're a little more powerful, maybe a little better for your riding needs. Check them out, btosports.com. And uh, JGRMX and FMF have all teamed up together to offer a killer uh, system for you guys. Hey, you know what I liked about what Mike brought up? Like he straight out said, "Yeah, I'm talking to Stewart. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to him. Yeah, that that's like, yeah, people don't do that. Like people just don't come out and say, hey, uh, yeah, this, I'm doing it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah no, no. I'd be foolish not to say I'm not talking to James Stewart. Of course, I'm talking to James Stewart. I would love to put him under my tent. Right, that's right. awesome. Well, and if you're James, I mean, you're still getting collecting paychecks probably, and you're still, you know, there's a lot of legal stuff to go through. So you you can't come out and talk about what you want to do, but. And he's not going to come on the show. He almost came on, though. Almost. Close call? If something goes, if, if what we expect to happen happens, he's, he's going to do our show. So, hopefully. Um, you never know. But, uh, you know, he's in a spot right now where um, he's waiting to see what goes on. So, uh, I'm bummed for the JGR guys when that does happen. Uh, I, you know, they, they're good dudes. They work hard. So, uh, fifth caller coming through for the Endurocross tickets. Uh, you want to go to Endurocross? Check it out. Let's do the Tweet at Tits segment. We have that to do, btosports.com, Tweet at Tits segment. Actual questions from actual listeners. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, these are actual questions from actual listeners. They, they've flooded you in, Tits, and you've picked the best. Well, you've screwed a lot of people out. Of asking the best questions every week, yeah, every week you screw the best guys, uh-huh. uh, the best questions out. But uh, um, this week, you uh, you have some good ones. Hopefully, hopefully I do. Let's let's see. What do you got? All right, uh, Matt Jordan wants to know if you guys think if Metcalf will podium before the end of the season. Yes, Supercross. That's what I'm assuming, but no. he didn't specify. No. 
He said so definitely season, podium so Southwick. He will podium Southwick. Okay. Supercross. God, I've been waiting for it. He should do it. He can do it. Especially now with RV out. Potentially. Well, potentially. Um, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Uh, next question. No offense to Josh Grant and Andrew Short, but if they can make the box, so can Metcalf. He's, he's in that league. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I um, think he can. I Bo, hope he can. I hope so, too. Kenny, what do you think? I don't think he can. Okay. Bo Lother uh, wants to know, are the chances good that RV will stay with Cowie? Will they pay him the coin that he is worth? Uh, yeah, well, he ain't nowhere else to go. There's, yeah, there's nowhere else to go. He's going to have to make it work with Cowie, and, and maybe Cowie holds him over a barrel and offers him less. I don't think they would, but... He's got nowhere else to go. Honda's sort of set. He's not going to go to JGR and ride the Yamaha. He's not going to Suzuki. No. Yeah. He'll be back with Cowie. Oh, all right. I bet you any money. Okay. First, I've been doing stuff about Dean Wilson this weekend. Wilson on a PC team, PC 450 team, on a factory Cowie, own semi. I don't know. Mitch is never really going to you know, do that, but maybe. Maybe this is the year that Mitch decides to do that. Kenny says no. Nope. No way. All right. Mitch ain't going to do that. He can't. He ain't got the funding to do that. Yeah, he's not going to dip into his own pocket. But what if Monster steps up? They won't step up that big, though. Apparently, no matter where Dean goes, Monster's going. They like him. They want him. Really? Yeah. So. All right. Bo Colligan says, KTM got the 450 dialed pretty quickly for Supercross. Will they be able to do the same for the outdoors? Yeah, I think it's easier to set up a bike for outdoors than Supercross. Don't you agree, Kenny? Supercross is what, you know, takes, I mean, there's the whoops are gnarly and you got to still make it stiff enough for whoops and jumps and then make it work in the corners outdoors. Yeah, for sure. Plus they can always look at their European settings and go with that. Okay. I mean, as a starting base, not as a, something that would work, but right. Something that would start. Okay. Uh, this question is for Kent specifically. Uh, this is from Steve Stanton and he wants to know, is it frustrating to compete against teams like JGR for sponsorship money when they have options outside motocross to offer? Like a NASCAR ride? I'm, I'm assuming I mean, that's what he's talking about. No. I think that whole NASCAR ride thing is overblown. Yeah, it's over. It's, it's, no, it's not. Because we do stuff. Um, we don't. NAS, uh, I think JGR is more about selling their program as a race program. Like, we race and this is what we do. You know, our, ours is business. It's more to do, you know, like I always say it, and everyone makes fun of me, OB to beep. But that's what pays the bills. That's what pays the bills. Hooking sponsorship A with sponsorship B and having them do business together. So they what they do and what we do are two different things. Um, our goal is to get that rider to be able to perform and win races and do good. But as of right now, as we speak, and as of years past, it's more of, you know, marketing in the pits, getting a return on the investment that the sponsors are paying us and see uh, a value in what we do. Do you think, like, Dodge, Saquon, um, you know, outside the industry sponsors, maybe Rockford, Fosgate, I don't know how big they are for you or whatever, but do you think those people that maybe aren't as educated on the sport as a shift racing, are they bummed on your team? No, because are, this is the reason I why. Mean, are they like, where's, where's these results? No, because we've never went in there and sold them resorts, results. We went in there and sold them as, hey – I mean, don't you we're going to we're going to give you a bang for your buck. We're going to give you over, you know, 780,000 impressions on Twitter and on Facebook and get your name out there. 
Um, we're going to set you up with, you know, every car off the assembly line now is going to be used with Loctite from Dodge. You know, Saquon's buying cars from Dodge. Dodge is going to use, you know, other parts, other sponsors' product. You know, mm-hmm. it's just all of them working together, and they're seeing a you return don't think they on. They care at all about these results? No, nothing. No. Okay. No, all not right. at all. That's why it's outside the box. They're not paying us to win races. You know, we we've had a goal. I mean, f- hopefully down the road we can. But right now, it's not about that. It's about building a business and having a business plan and and going after that. Oh, by the way, our friend Tomo from Australia, yeah, twittered me. And said, Mathis, you did advertise for that New Orleans party. You should have an orange wristband. I ran a banner <laughs> on my website for two weeks in rotation with three other banners for your stupid party. Advertising your party. I never saw it. I looked. It was on the homepage. It has to be on the yeah, homepage. Yes, so it was on, it's on the homepage. Next question. I should have got an orange wristband. That's uh, bottom line. Well, obviously. I'm an idiot for not bringing this up until two weeks later. Hey, Steve, <laughs> you're going to listen to a dude named Homo or <laughs> – Go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's disrespectful to our listeners. Terry Spezzano. Tomo. Tomo, right. Terry Spezzano uh, says, Musquin had the fastest qualifying time and went from 11th to second in the main. Do you think he can win on one of the last two races? Yeah. Care to elaborate or just? No. Yeah. Uh, I think he wins. I think, Coming at you. I think he might win this weekend because it's going to be kind of the same conditions. I like Marvin. You ever, you ever talk to him? Yeah, I like him. Good dude. Okay. He's one of my favorite French guys ever, besides DB. Europe doesn't like Kenny Watson. It's okay. All right. Jason Polson wants to know if you guys think that Polson's Sides- the dude who won the helmet. The AGB oh, helmet. Okay. Yeah. All right. He'll be there this weekend. Well, all right. He Congrats wants to, Jason to know on that. if you guys think that Sipes' race this last weekend is enough to get him another ride for next year. I, I think he signed a two-year deal. He can't ride lights. No, he doesn't. Just deals up. He should go to 450s full-time. Yeah, he is. He, he needs to. Uh, he's a talented guy, and he's a good guy. How do you think he's going to do outdoors? I told you. He's a sleeper. Really? In the two, in the four, he's riding a 450. Yeah. He's riding a 450. I said that. He's a sleeper. Are you going to pick him in your motocross madness? I don't have motocross madness. I don't even know what that is. To, to your fantasy league? I don't have fantasy league. You don't, you don't play motocross fantasy no. league? I, I did on Pumpomex for a while, and then I forgot. But, yeah, Sipes is a sleeper, bro. Michael Byrne, another sleeper. People forget about Michael Byrne. Okay. Um, Tits, I, I can't get over that shirt. <sighs> Can you not wear those shirts anymore? No, I will not commit to that. Why not? Why not? I don't know. I think that's dumb. Okay. Did you buy that shirt? Sure. Did you get it when you Can got you imagine your how much he bought that shirt for? I have no idea. Oh, it was like eighty five dollars, but yeah. it was worth every penny. Yeah. yeah, dude, I think you should. They should give you one when you buy a, a uh, Apple computer. They give you free stickers. I see that on on your car. Yeah, okay. that's like look at me. I just bought an Apple computer. I'm putting their sticker on my car. Neat. I'm so rad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm an Apple guy. Oh dear. Look at me. They should. You know they should have. A fucking spinning rainbow wheel because that's all my Mac does. Dude, I don't know what to tell you on that one. I agree. Anyway, Stephen Tate wants to know if, if you guys think that Tommy Hahn to factory Honda for the outdoors, is that a done deal? Do you know anything about that? I think it's, I think it's close because Short's going to go stay yes. where he's going to be. And I think they're going to have a spot. Mm-hmm. I think if that spot does open up, he will be their guy. Okay. 
Um, you know why? Because I know everything. That's so funny. Okay. Last two questions. One of them is from just Jason. He says, how much money does JGR look at losing if Stewart leaves the team? Uh, how do I know? I don't know. Because you know everything. How much money do they look at losing? Well, they don't have a title sponsor, as Kenny was saying earlier. So they have no real title guy to make happy. So I thought they have Toyota. I mean, according to, according to Koi, they're loaded. No, but Koi says all the time, I don't have a title. I don't have a title. I'm working on getting a title sponsor. I mean, I think they can have a title if they wanted it to. They just they're, nobody's you know, paying. Talking to Koi, their hands are kind of tied because they can't do energy. They can't do tobacco. They can't do casino. They can't do a lot of different Via ways. Gibbs rules? Uh, yeah. Joe? The pops? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They can't do tobacco. They can't do alcohol. They can't, you know, there's just a little bunch of stuff they can't do. Yeah. So it kind of, you right. know, they could, you could do super clips all day long. All right. Last question Sport is from... Clips. Scott Hudson, he says, I'm coming to the States from Australia next year for the Supercross Series. Next year. Next year. Okay. Which race should I go to? He's planning ahead. I think you should go to New Orleans. I think you should go to St. Louis. Because that's where the really hardcore people go. Uh, I don't know. Anaheim won. Vegas. There won't be a New Orleans next year, I don't think. He should go to Salt Lake. That's a great race. Salt Lake. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Scott. He really appreciates your input, by the way. Look at Scott. That's old news, right? Uh, X Brand Goggle Tariff segment. Let's do that. Let's run through that. Tits. Uh, Kenny, these are. It's the X Brand Tariff segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Watson. You got Wait, real quick. What? You know how bummed Lindsay would be if he's still doing this show? Oh, because of the time? Yeah. Oh, God, dude. That's all I ever heard from him. He wanted an hour show. An hour. One guest and an hour. And he said, look at Dave Despain. That's what Despain does. Wow. I mean. Paul Lindsay knows nothing. There's a lot of things that we. we I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know. We battled what? Yeah, on. Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Paul's, Paul's all right. I like Paul. I haven't seen him at the races. Kenny, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. These are the quickest. Answers you can give for you know why you haven't seen him at the races? Why? Because you, you don't. He's not like a goggle guy that needs to go there every week to build goggles. You give a guy a Leap race, it's good for. I thought know. he was paid to like check up on those dudes. Check up? What's he gonna do? I don't know. Who wears Leap nowadays? I don't know. Andrew Short. Andrew Short does. Yep. Correct. Uh, all right. Let's go. Uh... Okay. Ken Roxon's finish in the 450 class. Kenny. Uh, can he get another podium in the last two races? Uh, Last one race, Salt Lake City. Yeah, bad. yeah, I think so. Because he's going to ride that 250F in Vegas. Um, can Andrew Short win again? Yeah, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> yeah, because Brooks will. <laughs> I will, will say call it. you. Okay, in the last two races, can JT Money, our favorite show guest, who said he was going to come on today, and then I texted him and I got no reply back. He's probably sleeping. Can JT Money? Make a main event in the next two. Yeah. 3.1. That's been your expert on goggle traps. I say he doesn't make it in Salt Lake, but he makes it He makes it in Vegas because there's going to be no guys that ride lights in there. Yeah. And I'm his lucky charm. Oh, you are? Yeah, San Thank Diego? You. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. 
He mentioned that something about you being lucky for him too. Mm. That's um, kind of sad that it, that guy is like, dude. He's gonna be like the guy the winner. He's gonna be like the guy winner takes all when he makes the main. He's gonna be so pumped. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, last year he rode great. He rode good. He was catching. I remember specific races where he was catching Nick Way. He was catching guys like ahead of him that was that were you know were making mains all the time, and he was right there every weekend. And I don't know what happened in a year. You know what? Last year, the only thing I could think about is last year is when his chain snapped at Houston. Oh yeah, I was dirt, dirt, dirty. Mm-hmm. It's a long time ago though. Um, tits. Yes. Voicemails. Changed it all for seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You can leave voicemails anytime. Seven zero two five eight six. Paul. Dude, are you really watching Jaws? And we'll, no, it was just on TV. And you, uh, we play the best of them and. Uh, sad to say, Tits, Evan, our quad announcer, might not be calling back in, ever. Uh, that's what he told me. Way to go, Steve. What, you hurt the guy's feelings, probably. Well, he, uh, you know, he called in at the beginning of the show. He wanted, uh, you know, to let me know that uh, he still thinks that Kenny and I were cool. Yeah. But you, um, he thought better of you, and apparently you let him down. He. The voicemail that he left last week, yep. according to him, was supposed to be private. Um, thing I don't so understand. He, he wasn't thrilled that you guys played it on the air. I, the thing is that I don't understand is Steve announces it. Hey, uh, leave a voicemail, and we play him on the air. He yep. knows the rules. Yeah, he true. never said, don't play this on the air. Some guys That's call true. in, and they say, hey, don't play this on the air. Uh-huh. So I don't. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just, just letting you know what he said. Right. So, Evan, my apologies for playing your voicemail on the air. Thought it was mm-hmm. funny. You wanted to hook up in Vegas and come on the show. Evan, mm-hmm. he doesn't mean it. He's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a prick. <laughs> so, do you think we lost him as a listener or as a caller? No, he said he still loves the show. Oh, okay. He's just not going to call anymore. Um, I'm bummed. I want you to call in. Evan, please call in. You, you, you're really good. You're a really good caller. Evan, if you call in, I will not talk. Just Kenny. I, I mean, if he if he's lost respect for me, no, I, I think I think no, I think Evan, you need to call in. Yeah, people in the chat room are asking for you. They love you. You're loved on the show. Please forgive Steve. He is a douchebag, and he 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 accepts that. So mm-hmm. I do. I accept fully responsibility for douchebaggery. Baggery. Okay. And uh, we banned Moser, but we have not banned you, Evan. How long is Moser's banned for? As long oh. as I freaking want it to be banned. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, these are the best of the voicemails, and as, as always, these are dedicated to Greg McQuarrie. Hey, Steve. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. I usually go to Buchanan. I talked to you a couple times at Buchanan. Just a fan. Uh, the name is Steve West. Talked to you about um, the Blackhawks like two or three years ago when we won the championship. So he probably didn't want to talk to me after that. But anyways, um, I need to get a hold of Steve Cox about uh, hormone therapies and how he uh, how he has information on that. My phone number, if you want to just give him my phone number, six, if uh, I, you I, could I, leave a message and give me his either, number, right? I'd appreciate that <laughs> either way. Uh, you can give him my email. Thanks much. We'll see you at Buchanan and Millville. You recognize me once I... Once I talk to you. All right, talk to you later. Uh, hormones for Steve Cox. Is that, does that, <laughs> are you surprised? No. What if he had said, I'm calling up Steve Cox to try to get uh, 
some huge bags of cocaine from him. Would that be a surprise? No. <laughs> not at all. Oh, I probably shouldn't have played that one, but he did not say don't play it. He did not say that. So I played it, but I dropped out his his name, his number, and his email. Um, so. <laughs> Hey, Mathis Watson, this is Jeff from uh, Washougal. Kenny, dude, you're killing me, dude. Uh, you guys have guests on. We, we kind of want to hear what they have to say and not hear your little rants on what's bugging you that night or whatever. Quit changing the damn subject on them, dude. You're killing me. You got the rest of the damn show. Tell us all about that kind of stuff. So, you know, kind of let them talk, dude. Um, I know I'm going to get your standard answer. I am who I am, blah, blah, blah. Cool. That's cool. I get it. But at the same time, let them talk. Other than that, keep it up. Thanks, Ben. Been a fan since day one. Um, just simmer down a little bit, dude. Later, bye. Okay. Reactions? I mean, he, he was as nice as you could be. You hey, know? I'm simmering right now. Yeah. Don't bother me. You are who you are. I'm, no, I'm simmering down right now. Don't bother me while I'm simmering. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad? <laughs> not at all. 702-586-7857 if you want to call in right now. We're not going to be on the air much longer, though. Uh, tits, let's uh, keep going with those. Mathis, what's up, man? Long story short, i um, been racer since I was three years old. I'm 22 years now. Um, so I've been racing for 19 years. And um huge fan of the sport, you know, just a diehard. That's my deal. Um, you know, I listen to your shows. You know, I love your website. One of my favorite things is uh, – you're a classic commentary. I want to give you props on that. But anyways, I, want to, I don't want to take up too much time. I want to kind of just get to the point. Um, I heard you had an interview with um, Ralph Shaheen. You had him on your podcast or whatever. And um, myself, along with anyone I even talk to that watches a show on TV, can't stand that guy. And, you know, he doesn't – clearly he doesn't know about – shit about motocross for, you know, and. and I don't have a better way to say it. He doesn't know anything, it's, it seems like, you know. He doesn't have any common sense about motocross and just just everything, you know. Um, so what I'm getting at is why why didn't you bust his balls a little more? I mean, you, you seem to kind of kiss his ass, and I, I don't know, man. I, and I feel like all the listeners out there will totally understand what I'm saying. Like, the guy just, God, and he's the voice of our sport, you know. He's killing it. He's killing it. It's horrible. I mean, got to get a guy a guy in there. He, you know, with, when he has Ricky Carmichael in the booth, the GOAT, greatest of all time, he, he always cuts him off. You know, you know what I mean? He, he doesn't let them talk. And so what I'm getting at is, does, does he, is he just doing that because that's what he's told to do or, or, or whatever? Um, I don't know. And I wanted to get Watson's opinion on that too, um, you know. Um, and just, just everyone, I don't know, toss it around there if you could. I'd appreciate to kind of hear your response um, to that. So, anyways, man, I love what you're doing. Love what it's all about. Um, love your show and everything. Um, and and no dis, in no way was I disrespecting by saying you were kissing his ass. I just I just felt like you didn't press on him very hard. You know what I mean? So, anyways, love to hear what you want to say about it. Later, boys. Uh, yeah, um, first of all, um, I didn't kiss hey, his ass. Hey, first of all, look at Oh, Kenny's rocking his free guns. I like it. Free gun uh, underwear. Um, first of all, I didn't kiss his ass, but I'm not going to invite someone on the show and then, you know, totally rag on them. Uh, I this guy needs what this guy needs to do is listen to Ralph's, uh, Ralph's podcast that I did. It's actually pretty good. I think and, 
Productive. I, I have to say, I've done a ton of those podcasts with almost everybody in the industry. And honestly, Ralph's podcast was one of the most responded ones that I've ever done. People loved it. And people gave Ralph a ton of credit on that show who didn't realize that how core he is and how, he, uh, how he's been around so long. So I, I don't think he's perfect. I don't think he's you know the, the best announcer ever. But um, And that's it for the show. Uh, we had a massive crash on our PC, but uh, really I was just going on about Ralph Shaheen and uh, how I think that that podcast is pretty good and you should listen to it. Other than that, we were pretty much done and getting ready to wrap it up, so you really didn't miss much. You got the meat of the show. You got the um, guests that I wanted you guys to hear, and uh, thanks to those guys for coming on. Sorry for being late for getting this show. Took some work, but uh, we got it for you, and uh, hopefully what happened on Monday night won't happen ever again. But with this show, you just never know. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week on the Pulp Mech Show presented by btosports.com. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho.